Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottom, the boom, shakalakas, baby. We are the sports brew. I am the captain. And this, my friends, is a throwdown Thursday, which is a lot more than can be said for the dumpster fire that has been Bengals Texans on Thursday night football. Good God. I do. Uh, worthy yeah there's there's a there's no shortage of d-step poo in that game man color rushed that baby um <laughs> i did like this meme i saw i think it was nfl memes and it was like if i wanted to watch three guys fail at scoring for three hours i would have just taken my buddies to a bar <laughs> like yeah that's about right or or we could just follow whitfield's love life no i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm just kidding I'm just, that was a low that was a low blow but you know what he'll take one of those two oh <laughs> anyway anyway speaking of low blows speaking of low blows let's drop some bombs which is what's going to happen to the Colts, seemingly their defense, all year. <laughs> My God, friend. Shannon, what is going on in Indy, dude? Uh, I don't know, dude. Um, you <laughs> don't know, it was, don't it was worry, neither, neither do they. The Dolphins and the Buccaneers had bye weeks, and the Rams had a bye week. I mean, I'm telling you. So many teams had bye weeks Dude, last week. My Lord. You know, I, I'm convinced. I'm convinced. I mean, the Giants were terrible. The 49ers were terrible. But people, I mean, I don't think we had any real expectations for the 49ers to do a lot this year. This is really about getting, you know, the system set set under Shanahan and kind of building. Right. But the Giants, you know, people are like, oh, they're going to be pretty good, good defense. And really, God, without Odell Beckham, man, they were awful. They were absolutely awful. And notice that Mark's not here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so much, much like the Giants, much like the Giants in Week One, it's a no show. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, we'll, Mark might join us a little bit later, but uh, maybe he was hoping to avoid any any Giants chatter. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, that's okay, right. but yeah, Colts. Colts. I mean, you know, the Packers were good. The you know, Packers Seahawks was a pretty good game, but there was a lot of ugly man in Week One, and I'm kind of convinced that. You know, kind of like the Dolphins got this bye week because of the hurricane stuff. That you know, a few other teams were like, "Oh yeah, let's just extend the preseason in the week one. Why not?" Because uh, it sure as hell looked like it. Thanks, Kirk Cousins. Ugly. And, and as Ugly. of tonight, I think they extended the preseason to Thursday night as well. Uh, for the Bengals, yeah, yeah. Uh, dear Cincinnati, real football has started. <laughs> you you might want to work on that, guys, because that is fugly. How? I mean, how I like, and we've got some audio. Oh we Lord! Have exclusive audio of Marvin Lewis walking into the owner's office after this game. But this is one of those types of games where the Texans are starting rookie quarterback. Here you go, Shannon. Do you fuck that up? <laughs> That's terrible, man. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, I mean. If Marvin Lewis gets fired, I, it wouldn't shock me because the, the Texans didn't have their top three tight ends, a starting rookie quarterback, their best offensive lineman, and somehow, some way. I mean, obviously the defense is still pretty damn good, but whew, I, I don't know how you F that up. I really eight, cor- eight quarters, no touchdowns. Well, really? Welcome You've back. You've got AJ freaking Green, dude. Well, AJ Father Effing Green. Welcome back, team. Bungles. 
Welcome back, and you Bungles. Can't man a touchdown. Oh, you know, you know what? I figured it out. They've been visiting Todd at Kroger and getting some samples, man. <laughs> too, too much beer, dude. Too too much beer, man. Strike out the samples there. <laughs> yeah, lay out the samples, guys. <laughs> Pretty rough. Pretty rough. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's get everybody in real quick, just for uh, just for good measure. Just for, we we might as well. Yo, oh, man. God. Oh, Randy, what you got going on, bro? Not much, man. Just excited as hell that the NFL season is upon us. Yeah, it is Week nice. one's in the books. Yeah. And unfortunately, I'm looking at another crap season. Uh, $40 is probably going to suck. but Yeah, more than likely. You know. I mean, what expectations did you really have coming into the season for San Fran, man? Honest, honestly, I, I wanted at least improvement. But obviously, you know, it's one of those things where... You can't expect much. They obviously did a complete roster makeover, and it didn't help that, you know, rookie uh, Ruben Foster is going to be lost for about six to eight weeks with that high ankle sprain. So at least it wasn't his knee. So that's a good thing. That's true. That's true. Well, uh, it's just one of those things, man. It's early in the season, and you always have to caution people that you don't want to, you know, read but so much into week one. Uh, you know, really, once you kind of get to the quarter stick of the season, once we're four, you know, four or five games in, you really have a decent feel for what's going on. Because uh, teams are going to, A, there's going to be injuries. B, there's going to be young guys that kind of break out or, you know, maybe guys that get a chance and, and shine. And there's going to be some guys that, if for whatever reason, it's just it's just not working early on. I mean, clearly that's an example of Andy Dalton and the Bengals right now. Um, I can't imagine they're going to stay that way over the whole season. Same thing for New England. I mean, they, they got their... I mean, kudos to the Chiefs. My God, uh, kudos to them for rolling the Foxborough and doing what they did. But you, no one can sit there and go, "Yeah, I think the Patriots are done. They're on one. Their season's over." Pfft. You know, I, so you, you all you have to take Week One with a grain of salt. Now that being said, there are some <laughs> some things that are like so bad. You're like, that does not that does not set up well for you at all. <laughs> you know, like it, you're almost hitting like <laughs> four alarm fire out of the gate, and that's a bad bad thing. You know, we, we fully expect the Jets to suck, and I I have no idea what to expect out of Indy other than, you know, uh, we joked around. We didn't do, like, an NFL preview show this year. We had a lot going on, but um, Shannon and I, you and I have joked around about, you know, at what point do you say this team is so bad, don't even bring luck back, you know, r- right out the you, season. Um, suck for luck, part uh, <laughs> do Looking for a defense and an offensive line. Yeah, Good I mean, luck. they've got they've their been work. doing that since Peyton was. Sick. I know, I know. Well, you know, it's so bad at the moment. You're hearing all these like rando rumors about you know, does Luck want to get out of Indy? Does you know what's happening with the coaching staff? I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's weird, and it it's in part a reflection of the issues and the challenges facing that organization. And you know, granted, Grigson's gone, so that's a that's a going to be a philosophical oh my shift. God. You know, you've got you've got Luck, arguably who should be, relatively speaking, a centerpiece player, a franchise quarterback. He's going to be paid as as such. He's going to be really at the front end of the prime of his career, which should be, depending on his health and some other things, should really be his prime years. So, if that's going to be the case, you have to build towards that. Uh, and at the moment, it looks like they just they've got some nice skill position players. They're old at running back, obviously. I love Frank Gore, but at some point, you know, I mean, he's he's just going to be out of gas. So you got to replace him, but they have consistently. I feel like they've struggled with the trenches for a long time. Unless you wanted to make the argument that 
they were built for if they got a, a nice lead that they could, that, you know what I mean? Like kind of what they did with Peyton, you know, right. where it was it was really offense centric, and they had offensive line problems too, but it was offense centric, and then that defense was, it, you know, it wasn't built to win slug them out kind of games. It's not what it was, but they could get after you. You know, if you were in pass mode, they could get after you. So I, I'm just not sure what their organizational philosophy really is, other than you know, poor Chuck Pagano doesn't even know, even know who the hell they're playing. Well, dude, this year it's uh, clean up Gregson's mess. I, That's the uh, philosophy. Yeah, yeah. So it, this year it's just it's no no doubt about it. It's just going to suck. Uh, I think NBC is asking the NFL, and I'm just being sarcastic here, if they can uh, flex the Week Four game at Seattle, because that's just going to be the Sunday night massacre. Oh my God! If they're playing like if they're playing like that, and Tolzien, a if you have the Seahawks in fantasy, you freaking playing that week. Um, <laughs> but real mm-hmm. real world, you know, getting back to real world football, that that does not bode well. I mean, you know, I don't, I don't know what reasonable expectations were for the Rams coming into the season. I like uh, McVay, and there's, there's, there's upside. You would think, but I'm just blown away by how utterly atrocious they looked. And again, it's week one. You have to take it with a grain of salt. We understand that, but that was heinous. That was heinous. Give up forty six to the Rams, who normally take four games to score forty six points. Yeah, I mean, and you know, maybe Sean McVay, who did some nice things with Kirk Cousins in DC. I mean, he's a young guy, um, a pretty bold hire to bring in somebody. Uh, I think he's thirty one at this point as a head coach of a team. But you know, Golf looked much better. Uh, Cooper Cup certainly had his moments. Um, you know, the defense, defense got a couple. Of touchdowns. Yeah, got a couple of pick sixes. And, and yeah, it's Scott Tolzien, man. We understand that, but I mean, just across the board, the team looked terrible. And, I, and you know, is that a thing where they they kind of got it taken to him early on, and they said, "No, we're just going to mail this in." I don't know. You know, I'm not sure how good the Rams actually are, and I'm not sure how bad the Colts actually are. But if you just take it in context with that one game, man, it looks pretty ugly. Um, so it, it, it that's tough, man. That's really, really, really tough. And there's a you know, there's a just week one had a couple of those like curveball surprises. Um, I mean, uh, you know, Texans, my God, Texans, Jaguars, good Lord. Uh, I don't think anybody in their right mind saw that one coming. I mean, I, I know that, you know, Houston's had a lot going on. We all understand that. And J.J. Watt, you know, credit credit to J.J. Watt, by the way. Uh, I don't know what the total is now. I think last time I heard it was like it had exceeded $31 million for his fundraising efforts. That's that's a hell of a thing to do in that community. Uh, and they have a lot going on. It impacted the you know the tail end of preseason. It's certainly going to impact the front end of their season. But it's just hard to think that that team <laughs> would show up like that in week one. And then you had this fugly fest on Thursday night football uh, as well. But you know it's just woo. There there was some ugliness, man. You know we've la- we've laughed about how atrocious like Blake Bortles was, and they didn't pass for very much. But just for that defense to take for the Jaguars defense to take Houston to task the way they did. Woo, buddy. Took them to the woodshed. Took them to the woodshed. What do they have? Like, t- I think they had 10 sacks, man. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just, just some rough stuff. I mean, look, it's not very often that, A, we talk about the Jaguars. And it's certainly a rare treat that we'd ever lead off with anything with the Texans and the Jaguars. But that it's just one of those games where you're like, seriously? 10 sacks, dude. Let me repeat that, bro. 10. 
10. And I know Dwayne Brown's holding out, but God bless. Savage was awful. And granted, he was under a great deal of duress. Uh, but just awful. If, if you say that the highlight of the game for the Texans is J.J. Watt running out of the tunnel, <laughs> I mean, that's that's a bad day, man. <laughs> you know, that's a bad day. So, obviously, I think we're intrigued by what Deshaun Watson can be, and he's had some moments. Uh, certainly a humpy bumpy, ba- humpy, bumpy day for the Texans. I mean, yeah, he hit a Hopkins for a red zone TD. That was <laughs> nice. But 29-7, to and I just kept checking, like, looking at the TV, like, hey, seriously? <laughs> How is that even happening? You know, just uh, certainly bananas. So we've got some ugly. We did have some good stuff going on. There were some decent games and certainly some decent moments. But, you know, again, keeping week one in context, you don't want to extrapolate but so far out. But, you know, there, there to me there was a lot of disappointment. You know, a lot of disappointing play, a lot of disappointing, you know, games for teams and, and for players. Carson Palmer, whew. You, know, you have to wonder if he's hitting the I stayed one year too many <laughs> kind of thing. Uh, Le'Veon Bell obviously had a slow start, but he'll be fine. Uh, Patriots had a, had a kind of a rough start, but you know they're so well coached. I don't think Brady's done yet, but I mean at some point age is going to get him. You know the Redskins look like the Redskins do. Uh, another slow start for Kirk Cousins. That's problematic. You know the Raiders I thought looked pretty good. Rams looked good, but I just don't know if that's a fraud. Um, Eagles I liked. I liked how the Eagles started. I'm I'm a big fan of Wentz, which I hate to say because I don't like. Obviously, as a Redskins fan, I you know I like to you know poo poo on everything that's Philadelphia. Um, but I I I really like Carson Wentz, and um, I think it was on Sports Radio nine ten. I think it was McElroy, but maybe it was another uh, sports show in the morning. And somebody was like, "Would you take Carson Wentz or Kirk Cousins?" And I'm like, "Dude, I would trade Kirk Cousins in a first to get Carson Wentz. Are you freaking kidding me?" Get out of my face, man! Um, I would say that first trade with Philadelphia for a quarterback didn't turn out so well. Yeah, I I know. (laughs) Thanks. 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 Suck for luck didn't turn out so well for you either, dude. I'm just kidding. Hugh Grant in three, two, one. (laughs) Don't worry. Maybe maybe Pagano can schedule the Forty Niners every week. It'll be great. And we'd still lose that one too. They might. you know, Ed, Eddie Lacy was garbage in his, uh, you know, revenge game against uh, the Packers. Adrian Peterson didn't, didn't do much of anything other than look like he was going to shoot laser beams out of his face at Sean Payton. Um, you know, it was just it was kind of an uneven week one. It was weird. It, it, it was strange. And, and yeah, I'm super excited that football's back, no doubt. Super excited that football's back. Um, but you can definitely see that, it, it, you know, where we're at right now is not what this season's going to be. I but, hope not. <laughs> no. Uh, but there's the, the struggle is definitely real. Yes. It's definitely real for a couple of people. There is no no doubt about that. <clears throat> oh, we did forget to get Whitfield back in here. So I guess uh, let's go, you know, naughty by nature. We're getting <laughs> the only OPP he's going to be seeing for a while. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Here's your intro song, baby. What's going on, Whitfield? I'm going to come over and take some projector other people's property you know making mine you know yeah yeah that's all good you like that you like that 120 inch screen we're gonna break out yes i do <laughs> yeah hey, buddy bust it out sunday night for some green bay in atlanta yeah might have to man might have to yeah so my birthday's coming up gonna be 40 um yay which is weird really weird to oh. say and honestly i'm gonna be really sad when like uh like Tom Brady is done because I think at that point I'll be like older than anybody playing in the NFL, and that's when you're like, oh my god. Oh, Vinatieri's still playing. Oh, Vinatieri. Oh, great, great. Well, the way he played the other week, he may not be for long. Um, 
<laughs> Even Vinatieri had kind of a bad game. Yeah. <laughs> so it's rough. Uh, it's rough. But anyway, we've got some fun things planned. We're going to hang out in Scott's Edition. That's going to be a lot of fun. And I got uh, <laughs> this 120-inch projection screen. Because what I'm hoping is we're going out Saturday, having a good time. And then, you know, Sunday, you're going to play a little cornhole in the backyard, fire up uh, the projection screen, and get that set up for some Sunday night football uh, to watch the Redskins and the Raiders, which could – I might need the distraction of cornhole <laughs> and some and some and some beers, uh, depending uh, how that game kind of goes. But yeah, dude, and the pitches don't do it justice. It's pretty. It's pretty sweet in person, and that's a that thing is Jamungo. Mercifully, it's light, so I can move the whole thing uh, by myself. But uh, that's gonna be fun, Shannon. Though, like, it's a weird weird couple of weeks for me because uh, let's see. Yeah, I got 40 rolling up, but we were playing with the uh, the 360. We were doing some Connect Sports, and there was this, there's this like I don't know Olympic kind of game that's in the in the Olympic mode or whatever. So Sarah and I are doing this thing, and we're doing the decathlon. I don't know whatever events they have in there. And there's just one disc throw, and so Logan, who's three, uh, picks up this plastic record and throws it at my TV, so my 50 inch plasma cracks it, and slowly but surely the screen just starts dying. Um, so I go from a crack to like a radioactive caterpillar to Matt's bald head under like sunlight to a solar eclipse to like black bars going across it to nope, <laughs> nothing. Uh, and then earlier today, our, our washing machine died with a load of clothes in it. So I had to hand wring everything out of there. Oh man. Yeah, that was, that was fun. Um, so I'm just like, dude, for real, man, come on. I think Shannon, you said something like, uh, "Oh, you got one more thing coming." I'm like, "Well, my TV broke, my washer broke, and at this rate, with my birthday this month, all these expenses, we're broke. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough. This That's enough. Is That's enough. That's enough. I don't need anything else. But uh, <laughs> anyway, birthday weekend is going to be fun. Birthday weekend is going to be a lot of fun. That'll make up for some of these uh, shenanigans. So. All right, well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we uh, We kind of need to figure out where we're going to start. <laughs> need to figure out where we're going to start. Uh, you know what? Actually, the, because that NFL is so weak. Because yeah, they. Let's start with the debacle in New England. The deba- all right, we can start with the debacle, New, the debacle in New England. Feels like forever ago, by the way. It does. It, that's the funny thing about, about the NFL, though, right? Because you're like, yeah. oh, my God, that was Thursday a week ago? That feels, it feels like a month. It was like an absolute month. A couple of things with the, with the Chiefs-Patriots. Obviously, the Hightower injury was pretty significant. That really hurt, hurt the Pats. You could see the impact of not, of not having Edelman out there. Uh, that certainly was a, a, a negative for them. They have not figured that out yet. Uh, but I really think it's, it's less of an indictment of New England, and it's really more of a statement game and a lot of credit to Kansas City and to Alex Smith. And, you know, for them being willing to – and for Kareem Hunt, my God, that, that kid was fantastic. Not a bad first game. Not a bad first game. And, uh, you know, to come out of the gate and fumble and then for them to stick with him, he paid him back. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So that was a good move. But Alex Smith, I, I thought, looked uh, – that was probably one of the best games I've ever seen Alex Smith play in his life. Game of his life. And I, 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 I probably wrote a note somewhere to myself, but I think, like, he's only had – two other 300 plus yard games in his career it's something really uh, weird yes it's six i think because okay. he had tied perry bradshaw 
there was some weird statistic. It was like highest winning percentage, fewest 300 yard games, and he had just tied Terry Bradshaw. Bradshaw had six in his career. <laughs> we had freaking Franco Harris who well, chewed up. Yards. That's a that's a different era, man. That's a different era. But that's a different I mean, era. Like he he's not the guy that's going to go deep, but he had like a couple of seventy yard touchdowns. Man, it was just insane um, how that game went, and you know it was the most yards and points a Belichick coach defense ever, ever gave up. Ever. Well, yard is five hundred five five hundred thirty seven yards, yeah. most ever. And it's the first time in 88 games that the Patriots blew a halftime lead, by the way. Mm. I mean, that's the more impressive statistic to me. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it was, there was a lot to that game. Um, but really, I, I think at the end of the day, it, it, to me, it's really more credit for Kansas City. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, Kareem Hunt balled, Alex Smith balled out. And it's really a shame that Eric Berry um, had the Achilles injury. Oh. That's a shame. That, that guy's battled through a lot of adversity and a lot of stuff. Uh, again, one of those non-contact, and he was doing a great job on Gronk. Doing a yeah. great job on Gronk. Um, so that's a shame. Obviously, you know he's going to be out for the year. That that's, ain't a joke. Though. No, that's that's horrible. Yeah, that one's tough. You know, Tyreek Hill. You know, I mean, they have they have some some playmakers on Kansas City, man. They got some playmakers, and Andy Reid looks like he's cut some weight, dude. Yeah, he does. He looks like he's cut some weight, man. Hey, so he's not the only one on this podcast that's been cutting some weight, bro. Recently. I tell you what, I'm gonna raise a glass right now to old Randy Giggity Giles, man. Keep up the good work, bro. Yes, sir. Randy, mm-hmm. how Thank many you. pounds are you up to losing? Well, uh, close to sixty now. That's good, bro. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. Proud of S- you, brother. Salute. Yeah, thank you. Now I know why there's that gigantic fat berg in London. <laughs> 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 Clogging up the pipes. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, Damn it, that's supposed to be a secret. Yeah, no, it, it's all good, man. Uh, that I, actually, I think uh, the fat. I love how it's called a fatberg. It's like so random. Um, but in their in their old old school sewers. But it, uh, part of it's because people flush like wipes and stuff, and they don't break down, and so they end up with these gigantic blobs in the sewers. Man, it's a bad. I don't know how much those people get paid to go down and break that stuff up. But, you know, uh, if you read the stories about it, they talk about removing tons of that stuff every day. And it's like, oh, file under, uh, what was that show? And I can't think of the dude's name, but it was like, uh, was it Dirty Jobs? Dirty Jobs with uh, Micro, yeah. Yeah, yep. that feels like that would be a prom candidate for that job, you know? Like, over there. And- first segment, he's like reaching into a cow's butt for something random, and then the next segment, he's down in London sewers, <laughs> you know, uh, breaking up a fatberg. Um, and then the third... In England. And then the cer- third segment, he can work for Dan Snyder, because every single one of those involves a whole bunch of shit. <laughs> um... Every- <laughs> and then they can have a fourth segment with Ursa doing shit. Yeah, yeah, you know. Smoking shit. Well, maybe, uh, maybe uh, you know, since Brian Cushing can't stay off the roids, maybe he can go over to London and help out with the Fatbergs. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Roid it out. He dummy, and maybe man. Maybe rolling some Fatbergs. But- <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, Gillisley was fantastic for New England, I think. You know, anyway, I think at the end of the day, man, people are going to overreact. It was the first game. Everybody was really watching it. I'm not concerned about them yet. It's just, you know, New England has had years where they've kind of not necessarily struggled out of the gate, but 
that team, that team, that organization, that team, they're adaptable and they're well coached enough and well run. They will figure out what they need to do over the course of the season. They just will adapt week to week better than any team I think I've ever seen. Right. It's it's like they're chameleons. They can just, okay, this is what they do. This is what we're going to do. Right. It's it's amazing. And that and that's a well coached team. They do have some guys that haven't been necessarily been in that system for a ton of time. You know, I was intrigued by Rex Burkhead. He didn't do much of squat, but <coughs> excuse me. But they'll write the ship. You know, when Brady is finally done, that'll be a different issue. I don't think that's the case now. I think you know it's just kind of a tough start. They'll put it together, um, and they'll they'll be in the mix because I don't think their division is particularly strong. We don't quite know what Miami's going to be, you know. But New England <laughs> historically yeah. has fared quite well against Jay Cutler, so that might I, I you know be Robert that one. Kraft- called uh, Goodell this week and asked him to suspend Brady another four games. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, did you see where somebody yeah, made I, a um, <laughs> an It parody with uh, Roger Goodell dressed as the clown? No! <laughs> I thought that was pretty fantastic. Maybe that's what Ted Cruz meant to like <laughs> instead, of the, <laughs> instead of that instead of that porn. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Old Teddy ball game. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. By the way, did you see Kurt Autry's post tonight about the It clown? Mm-mm. Like, he took some sort of quiz and it said, this is what would lure you to go underneath the sewer. Uh-huh. And it was like some uh, Kendrick Lamar album. <laughs> like, if he, like, hey, I got the new Kendrick Lamar album. And mm-hmm. Kurt's like, all right, I'll go listen to it. <laughs> so I thought it'd be kind of fun to ask you guys. And I think we all we all know the answer to this. But... What would lure you underneath? Can I just sacrifice Dan- Donovan McNabb? <laughs> can I just sacrifice him into the sewer? Is that? Can I just do? Can I volunteer his ass to just take <laughs> take one for the team? You know, he he threw balls at the ground anyway. There you go. Donovan McNabb tries to throw a pass to it down in the sewer. In the sewer, the ball goes that. Yeah, that's perfect. He's got to go down there and retrieve it. That's. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I'm and done. That's it. Justin. Yes. You did play balls. Oh, <laughs> you said balls. Yeah, that's right. By the way, how's Ric Flair doing? The last I heard, he's getting better. It's, you know, it's going to be, I think, a, a few more weeks before he gets yeah. out of there. But apparently he cut a promo while he was in the hospital. Of course. So apparently he's feeling better. How Ric Flair, you know what I mean? How Ric Flair is that, right? <laughs> you know, oh, love that. I hope, well, hopefully he makes a uh, a full recovery. I'm not. Uh, I don't think any of us are ready to say peace out and off to the sunset with old uh, old Ric Flair. So I want him to stick around for a bit. The man. boy, when Nature- Death came to his doorstep, he poked him in the eye and then hit him with a low blow and said, "Not today. Not today, baby. Not today." Did the one to tell you that? He did. <laughs> oh. Don't go there with me. Don't go there with me. Don't go there with me. You want to keep it real, you keep it real with me. Because I ain't for no games. That's right. That's right. That's right. For sure. So, talking about the clown, I was going to say if he said free beer, I think we'd all go under there. Oh, yeah, except for Woodfield. It'd have to be like milk. No, I'd go under there. You'd you'd go under there? Definitely with tequila. For tequila. That's all it would take? All right, fair enough. Yeah. So I guess realist. All right. Well, let's talk. Let's tie up this whole Chiefs Patriots thing. 
I think none of us are worried about the Patriots. Let's look at it like this. How? What do you think it really means for Kansas City and the Chiefs? Because I think that's the more important component of it. I think it shows that they can have a really explosive offense this year. Like they've always had like a good offense, mm-hmm. but they have players that are explosive that can really be game breakers with Tyreek Hill and Hunt. You know, and Kelsey in the middle. I mean, if the, if that core stays healthy. Mm-hmm. Watch out. They, they have a chance. Well, not saying a great chance, but they have a chance. Yeah. Well, if Alex Smith you know, can play like that, where he can be aggressive, uh, it's just, you know, we, we, we've joked around for years. I mean, he's been a solid quarterback. And by the way, Randy, if they could rewind and do that over, do they keep Alex Smith and trade <laughs> Kaepernick? I mean, if you got to... If you got a do over, if 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 you could go, if you could tur- go like share and turn back time, you got a do over. Would you keep Alex Smith? <laughs> wow. Okay. You seriously just bring Share into the pocket? Sorry. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I, he did. I was. I, I'm sorry, man. It, it wasn't on purpose, but I was thinking about it. And I, what do you want me to do? <laughs> That's turn back. If it was up to me, I'll be honest, I probably would have kept Alex Smith just because he didn't do anything to lose the job. He just got hurt. Just got hurt. And he was doing just fine. The team was winning with him. So to me, I would have, I would have kept him. But I'm not the GM. I'm not the head coach. I don't make those decisions, unfortunately. All right, so you'd keep, <laughs> you'd keep Alex Smith. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, well, Valley well, we kept both quarterbacks at that time. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, or something. I can't she believe we. Re- I can't believe we resurrected the share. If I could turn back time, song. Hell yeah, dude! Good job, man. <laughs> anyway, I, I was thinking about that the other day, man, and, and I meant to text you, Randy, but I was just like, God, if you could do that one over, man, <laughs> what would you do? How different would it be? Because um, Alex Smith sure as hell would have hit Randy Moss, and if they made it the Super Bowl, he would have hit him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, keep likely. in mind, what? Alex Smith is in a contract year. Well, keep in mind that some stuff I've read is that like his expectation is not going to be there next year. So yeah, he, not only he probably won't. Not only is it a contract year, but he's playing with the idea that you know he's he's going to be somewhere else next year. New York so. Jets. Oh no! Just, <laughs> Lord. Don't do no. that disservice. It, I don't know where Smith would go. I don't think Denver. it would be there. Denver? Okay, Denver. I could get I could get behind that. I could get behind Denver. Simeon back to San Francisco. Mm, no, I don't think he wants I, to do that. I don't think he would do that. I think there I would. I, I think it would be too much bad blood with uh, kind of how the organization kind of kicked him out. Because you just Washington. go Taylor Swift on us, dude. Which which one? Bad blood. Oh, yeah. I don't. <laughs> I didn't have that. I didn't have that one queued up. But we could always do this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Washington would be intriguing, only if the fact that they're gonna move Kirk Cousins. Well, I don't. I don't know that they got. I don't know they're gonna move them. I just don't think they're gonna. They're gonna work that hard to retain them. And if they're smart, I, I would think reasonably. If they're smart, 
depending on how this year plays out, that's a transition tag. You listen to offers and you go, all right, thanks, peace, bye. And again, it's we're one game in. I, but Cousins has historically kind of had slow starts, uh, but he still has some of the brain fart stuff. He still has some of the brain fart, which is really hard. You know, like if you want to get paid, now granted, Stafford's the highest paid quarterback in the league, and he freaking threw an 82-yard pick six on his first pass, I think. Um, <laughs> I mean, my God. And then, of course, Mr. Heroics, like his ninth fourth quarter comeback since 2016 or something crazy. Uh, does he just do it on purpose? Stafford, do you just do it on purpose, dude? Are you like, nah, let's get down. I, I want to lead us back in the end. Hell yeah. It's just bananas. Um, I did like the Redskins' aggressiveness. They took more deep shots than I'm used to them seeing. I, I liked that. It would have been nice if they had connected to more of them. Um, but that that interception, like late when they were in the uh, kind of red zone area or in the goal line, that was, bad. that was a bad. That was a bad throw. That was either that was, you throw it over their heads or you take yeah. the sack because it's not that much difference. That was that, that was horrible. Yeah, that was that was a really really bad throw, and that's the kind of throw. Like it makes me, it reminds me of like uh, let's see if I can remember that dude's name. Uh, Patrick Ramsey, right? Because that dude, anybody that's a, a Redskins fan, you should remember him. Um, you may not want to, but uh, <laughs> like like Patrick Ramsey, man, like that dude, he'd move him down the field, he'd get in a red zone, and then that fool bag would turn it over. It was almost like a guarantee. As much as I like Cousins, and he said a couple things recently that are going to rub a lot of people the wrong way. Once you start getting you know, uh, intertwining God in your contract. People have a hard time with that. But the inconsistency and the brain farts are still there with certain things. And I like the guy. I really like the guy. And I want to pull for the guy. I do. But at some point, you have to look at what you're seeing on the field and go, you're just not worth it, dude. It's okay if they resign you, but if you want to be like the highest paid quarterback in the league, man, they got to let you go. Because there's just no way. There's no way. No way. Anywho. Well, I guess that means we I guess we can talk about Reds. I don't I don't have it so much to really say about the Redskins and the Eagles. I mean, both both teams had a little slop. I just the Redskins paid obviously more dearly for their mistakes. Cousins had a had a that pick at the goal line, two fumbles, the second of which, which honestly I think was a crap call, sealed the win for that the was- that was bad. That was a bad call, man. Uh, it was really bad. I'm not saying they would have won the game. That just guaranteed that they're going to lose it. Um, <clears throat> you know, uh, from one angle, it, it, you were like, oh, man, maybe that's a fumble. And then from the back angle, it, to me, it totally looked like that was an incomplete pass. So, but, you know, kudos to the Eagles. They snapped a five-game losing streak versus the Redskins, which is qu- weird to think about. And they got their first one at FedEx since 2013. That's a long time, dude. Um, yeah, the Redskins running game was crap. Uh, Kirk Cousins was actually their leading rusher with 30 yards on four carries. The team finished. With, huh? That's not good. That's not, the team finished with 64. That's really not good. Oh jeez. Um, fun factoid for uh, Ryan Kerrigan: uh, all three times Kerrigan has gotten an interception in the NFL, he's run it back for a touchdown. Rando. Huh. How about Rand- that? How about yeah? How about that? Super rando. Um, probably the uh, probably the the most significant play of the day. Not the screwy ass call at the end, but. It was in the first quarter when the Redskins got all kinds of all kinds of pressure on Carson Wentz, and that dude stepping around, moving around, scrambling around. I don't know how he how the hell he got away from everybody, uh, but he had about nine seconds to throw that damn ball. Now, granted, again, he was under duress, um, and then he just un- uncorked a bomb to uh, Aguilar, who I think was largely BSE last year. I don't know if he's actually going to be decent this year or not, but 
So they go up seven nothing when uh, really that I mean they they should have had that dude on the ground man yeah and he just he just he just kept getting out of it and that kind of pocket presence and pocket feel and then being able to make that kind of throw without being set that that's pretty beast obviously some defensive lapses but so be it again it's week one again I'm pretty I'm high on Carson Wentz I I really 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 like him and Matt I'm not going to trade him to you in the keeper league stop asking. Me. <laughs> Stop asking. Um, yes, you will. Nope. So uh, Cousins, of course, took a lot of deep shots. Clearly, not not really in sync with Terrell Pryor yet. You know, I did at, like that they tried those shots, though. Yeah, I was I was okay I, with that. I was okay with that. I think they really missed Pierre Garcon, though. I that's the one that I really thought had they kept him, it would have helped develop um, Pryor. To Probably have a good three receiver set and Crowder yeah. as well. Well, Josh Dotson apparently is is made of glass and he's going to go the Kevin White route. So I, I don't know if he's ever really going to contribute. Uh, Crowder I like, but he didn't do a lot. Um, Reed was relatively quiet. It, didn't it, Reed nursing an injury too? Yeah, he's got a fractured toe if I remember, but he's going to play through. Ow. Yeah, he's got a, he's got mm. a fracture, some kind of issue with one of his toes. I want to say it's his big toe, but I don't have it right in front of me. Um, it's his big toe. Yeah. So, but I mean, he's going to play through it. So I, I don't know if he's just getting injections every every game or what. So that's unpleasant. Um, yeah, I, 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 that's definitely one where, um, I, and I like Crowder, right? I like Crowder, but I, I think Garcon would have been more complimentary um, mm-hmm. to Terrell Pryor for right now. Now that may change over the duration of the season, but it, they're, they're just not in sync. They're definitely not in sync. I We'll say that when the Eagles got up, up on them and they came back, they had, the, uh, of course, the Kerrigan defensive score, and then there was a, uh, like a, a round of 30-ish yard touchdown from Cousins to Chris Thompson, uh, who made some nice moves to get in the end zone. When it was 14, that was beast. When it was 14-13, I felt pretty good. I said, okay, we got a game here. We'll see where this goes. And even in the fourth quarter, man, it's 19-17. Um, and that's just, you know, again, kudos to the Eagles, man. They're, I kind of feel like the Eagles aren't, necessarily that good yet but they're almost kind of like a dark horse sort of a team where they have enough talent depending on how Carson Wentz's progression is that they're gonna they're gonna knock off some teams that you wouldn't necessarily expect and they're gonna be in the mix with a lot of games you wouldn't necessarily expect um yeah, I think this is good it's got a good yeah. tight end yeah receivers are okay but if you got a really good quarterback he can make you he can he elevates uh, bring the receivers. receivers up elevate them. yes that's mm-hmm. what i'm looking for they're gonna get more out of them so you know i think the eagle particularly in the nfc east which you know uh, again week one the giants will be better than that um the cowboys will have some regression somewhere um but they looked the the cowboys looked really ready to play the giants did not um, the Eagles looked like they were mostly ready to play. The Redskins did not. Um, uneven, incomplete. Uh, we'll see how it kind of goes. But Philadelphia, you know, we talked, uh, you know, in conversations that we've had leading up to the season, I feel like like Philly was a team that was trending in the right direction. And they were going to have fight in them. You know, and, and that's one of the things we hope for. Obviously, you know, Randy, you talk about the 49ers rebuilding. Or Shannon, you talk about the Colts. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have a down year, what you want to see is, okay, this team has effort. This team is well coached. Um, yeah, okay, fine. Maybe they don't win a, win, win a bunch of games, but they make the other team have to earn it, right? Because you, there, there's a sense, there are times you watch, it, you watch a game and you're like, they're just outclassed by talent. 
you know they're out maybe that maybe they're going against superior talent superior coaching whatever it is you know that and then there are games you watch and you're like these guys are dogging it or this this team is atrocious or what is wrong with them they're either they're not prepared or they don't execute well there's different issues you know and there are times you look at a team and you feel like they've laid down and they've quit on you and you hate that you hate that especially the nfl is only 16 games so when a team starts to mail it in i mean to me it's kind of annoying so we'll see. You know, uh, again, the Redskins had the opportunities, and even late after that interception, when Cousins overthrew Thompson, I mean, they got the ball back. I mean, late fourth quarter, they're down twenty-two seventeen. So they had some opportunities. They, did, they didn't convert. Uh, kudos to the Eagles. Kudos to Fletcher Cox for getting it in, and you know, getting that fumble return touchdown to really to wrap up the game. I, I still hate the call, um, but that doesn't diminish what the Eagles did. You know, I thought they had a lot of fight in them. They looked pretty good. Uh, and I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna, you know, stick a couple of teams along the way, man. I do. And some of that, at the end of the day, is just I, I really, really like Carson Wentz. Really like Carson Wentz a lot. So. So do I. Not, yeah, I doubt you're gonna get a match. Not trading him. <laughs> um, no, no, no deal. No deal. I'm still trying to figure out when Nelson Aguilar actually learned how to catch. Because he had the case of the dropsies for how many years now? Forever. They said he had an uh, extremely good offseason. So, and I, if they hadn't felt comfortable with him and his progression, they would have never traded Jordan Matthews to Buffalo in the first place, in my opinion. Yeah. I was totally waiting for Whitfield to be like, oh, he got some of Jerry Rice's old gloves. Stick them. I was waiting for him yeah. to do that. He, he didn't do it. Um, well, I, all right. As we look towards probably wrapping up segment one, taking a little break, and then coming back. What was probably Shannon and and Randy and Matt? What uh, what was your biggest takeaway from Week One? That either biggest I, surprise that, or biggest takeaway. Biggest takeaway is that the play was down. The, the level of play I feel was down. Mm-hmm. Gosh, a quarterback is so valuable. Like if you don't have a quarterback, you are up the creek without a paddle. Like, literally, if you do not have a decent quarterback, you are not going to score points in this league. Like, I mean, look at the Colts. I would say the Giants, but they didn't have their best receiver. Yeah. Um, that, that one's tough. <clears throat> that one's tough, but it does, that one shows you how clearly how critical Beckham is. Right, to because that he offense. takes so much pressure off everybody else. That and he can pop off on, you know, a big play here or there to keep him in the game or to potentially, you know win a game for them and they just they didn't they don't they, they didn't have the horses without him run I game was pedestrian offensive line was pedestrian Eli wasn't anything to write home about um Brandon Marshall had an atrocious game I mean it, you know the, I mean the team stunk yeah. team stunk I, I, I don't I just I mean they made Dallas's defense look like a Super Bowl defense let's let's be honest here yeah not they <laughs> need I think on the next CBA I think the owner should probably give in a little bit more money but get back to the way training camps used to be mm-hmm. a little bit more hitting more pads, get them more accustomed to it. That way the level plays better because you know, it, week one was not a good week. Not I mean, great. Other than maybe green, green Bay, Seattle game, but, and, and you know, new England KC was actually pretty fun to watch, but yeah, it was, it, it was. 
and maybe other than those two games, man, that that level of play was bad. Yeah. Oh well. I mean, again, you know, it's the first week. I get it. Is, it, it is. It is contest. Contest. I first would week. like to see a little bit more in week one. You know. Yeah. Well, you know, again, Kansas City looked. They showed up ready to play. Uh, Dallas showed up ready to play. You know, uh, Green Bay showed up ready to play. Their, their defense, sure as hell, showed up ready to play. Um, yes, sir. They, they Super were, Bowl. They were. It's week one, dude. Stop that. Um, <laughs> in Madden, you can be playing them in the Super Bowl no, in Madden no, no, if you want. No, no, no. Look, I, I like them. Just here. stop, 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 hold stop. On, segment on, two, segment two. I don't want to hear. No, no, I don't want to hear you talk about the Packers going to the Super Bowl in segment one. No, stop. <laughs> segment two. Okay. God bless. We haven't even talked about Packers Seahawks. We haven't even talked about their game. You're like Super Bowl. I am Matt. I am the Fent Horn. I mean, Matt's team was the only team that won in Week One, so there you go. I know. I know. <laughs> well, it's, it's interesting, and as, as I was gonna say, my, one of my biggest takeaways is like for the first time in a long time, the offenses seem to be ahead of the defense in Week One. Usually, it's the defenses. There's closer games. There were only three games. That were actually decided by one, or basically is one score. That's yeah. it. The rest of them were all you know, two scores at, at, at least, or or more. It, it's ridiculous how last year there were so many close games. Week one this mm-hmm. year, nope, not <laughs> hardly any. Well, some of that I think were some teams just look clearly outmatched. Uh, anyway, here you go, uh, Whitfield. Um, yes, sir. Let's see if I can enunciate or pronunciate or say this uh, fairly well. All right. So you're in segment one. We even have not even talked about Packers Seahawks yet, and you're throwing Super Bowl blasts out there. That is like absolutely premature immacul- <laughs> premature immaculation right there. Okay, <laughs> premature. And we now know. Do we- <laughs> We now know that if if it was holding a Super Bowl trophy and a share of Packers stock, you would be a down in that sewer. <laughs> you would be yes, yes, yes. yes. Correct. <laughs> I'll Who float is two. your daddy? I'll float too. What does he do? <laughs> he'd be he'd be going into that sewer like <laughs> he'd be crushing down there, man. You know that. You know that. <laughs> Premature immaculation, baby. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I, I think my overall impression of the weekend, and, and you know, your points valid, Shannon. Uh, Randy, your points certainly valid as well. Um, I think my biggest takeaway is just a little bit is just unevenness. Um, I think there were some things I liked, and you know, I'm not dissatisfied with week one per se. Um, but I'm not satisfied with it either. I feel like I'm just, I'm disappointed with what some teams look like. Other teams look like they were okay. Just, it was uneven. It was uneven. So I'm very curious to see, uh, the kind of adjustments and progressions that we see over the next month. Week, week two is going to be big for some teams. Not Cincinnati, clearly. And Matt, Matt, just out of curiosity, do the Bengals play, play Green Bay next week? In like week three, I think I because I I, I want to say I we should probably pull their schedule, but um, now all right, yeah, week on. three, <clears throat> yeah, Bengals and Packers in Green Bay. Oh, dude, oh and three, here we go. Oh and three, buddy. Oh and three. Oh, and they still might not score a touchdown. Amen. 
The Packers just beat the Bengals in Green Bay. Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, honestly, I'm gonna stop calling the Bengals. I think they're officially the Bungles again. Yeah. The... Yeah, they're back to the Bungles. Hey, Andy Dalton, what were you saying? We'll do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. <laughs> Fucking thing sucks. You're right. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Live from the Bengals locker room tonight. Anyway. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Well, let's uh, let's take a quick break. We'll see if we get Mark in here. A lot of violence in the Bengals locker room tonight. Uh, probably. From the order on down. Yeah. We'll take a little break and uh, we'll see if we can get Mark in here for segment two, and we'll kind of run through the rest of the NFL stuff. I think we have obviously some kudos and a little salute to clock, and I think Randy had proposed some kind of beer drinking or beer buying or something prop bets game, so we got to discuss that. Uh, obviously, we'll talk about Packers Seahawks and the Packers going to the Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> a la, a la Whitfield. I'd love it if they do, but I mean it's week one, bro. Slay roll. Um, <laughs> Anyway, we're the Sports Brew. We'll take a break. Uh, iTunes, Stitcher Radio. Our feed is on Podbean, man. Look, keywords are sports and brew. Just type that in. You will find us, man. I promise. And uh, as always, if you enjoy listening to us, uh, you know, feel free to share, man. Feel free to tell somebody. You know, Facebook.com slash Sports Brew and on Twitter at VA Sports Brew. Hell yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll be right back. And Donovan McNabb, I hope you're in that sewer now. Bitch. Anyway, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We'll be, right, we'll be right back in just a moment, man. Yes, sir. I had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes, but we are back. And now we are joined. Like segment two, week two, you know, the Giants will show up and Mark's going to show up. So not, not so shabby. Mark, you ready to hit your cue, brother? Yes, sir. All right, man. Let's do this right. Yeah, buddy. Three, brew, and... Woo! Woo! <laughs> well, it was peppy. I'll give you that one. <laughs> Not bad. Uh, by the way, I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, obviously we have uh, two particular streaks in the MLB, which are pretty fantastic. A, the Indians, man. Hell of a winning streak they got going on. And then we have the uh, the Dodger struggles, which are pretty wild and weird. Uh, but Kurt Autry had a post, <clears throat> and I, <laughs> when I was outside, man, I was like, oh, that's hilarious. So uh, they <laughs> he had the screenshot off of MLB's uh, networks, uh, their West Coast feed of the Dodgers-Giants game. And in the background, <laughs> they had a Jobu in the, <laughs> in the dugout. And I was like, yep. that's pretty fantastic. So I was thinking maybe we need our own kind of Jobu here at the at the Sports Brew. And what would be more appropriate, we just mix in D-Stat Poo and Jobu, and we get the Joe Poo. There you go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> even if he, <laughs> even if you, you know, <laughs> even if he looks a little bit like Tally or something. I don't know. No, not Tally. Uh, why can't I think of the, other, the little turd's name? <laughs> Mr. Hanky, Mr. Mr. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or even the Denny's mascot. You <clears throat> or know? E- even the Denny's mascot. Yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> All of the above. So the Joe Poo. There you go. Mark, you can now be the inspirational voodoo witchcraft doll of the sports brew. I'm a fan. Yeah, I would be a fan. I think that I think we should somehow uh, see if we can get a, a bobblehead made. 
<laughs> of you, and we'll just name it Joe Joe Poo. And the great thing is, just like in the movie Major League, the only thing we have to do is feed him alcohol. <laughs> That's right, man. That's right. <clears throat> I think that would be great. That would be great, man. Uh, you know what? Speaking of alcohol and Joe Poo and all that good stuff, we might as well get a salute o'clock in. So I'm kind of rolling a little bit weird, and this is indicative of how thin the liquor cabinet uh, is down in the basement these days. I am going with a Malibu and Dr. Pepper. <laughs> wow. A little sweet. You're welcome. Yeah, a little sweet. Yeah, thanks for that. I finished off that uh, two liter of, uh, of Dr. Pepper. A uh, little sweet, you know. And uh, the other weekend, uh, we were hanging out, had some people over, and I was rocking the Malibu and Dr. Pepper. You know, that's what we had. I haven't been to the ABC store. And so the next morning, I was kidding around with Sarah. I was like, yeah, man, too much Malibu last night. And she was like, Justin, you sound like a college girl. <laughs> <laughs> and I laughed and I laughed and it was it was like a great joke for like a, a couple of days it cracked me up man that's so, awesome so I've got the, the Malibu and Dr. Pepper as well as a three notch the proverbial classic that I have here a ton it's either stone or it's this three notched 40 mile uh, IPA which I'm quite fond of uh, Shannon what you got bro brother I'm rolling too deep tonight I'm rolling with the uh, wild wolf blonde honey so, and the Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Rolling too so, deep. Is that a is that another porn post that uh, Ted Cruz liked? I, I think so. Just saying. <laughs> I, I know he liked the balls deep, so he may like too deep. Hey man, <laughs> Lick, <laughs> liquor in the front, poker in the rear, buddy. Let it run. You know what? You're right, Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> That's fitting in more ways than one. <laughs> well, Hell yeah. I could not fit one more thing inside of me. <laughs> you said <laughs> balls. <laughs> Two treats at the same time, man. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, where the white women at doesn't want to play. That's <laughs> Well, that one worked. <laughs> oh my God, who the hell can? Oh, we cow. Oh yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we haven't we haven't used any of those sound bites in a long time, man. Fantastic, Justin. Thank yeah, you for that. you're welcome. You're welcome. I'm glad uh, glad I could help you out. So we <laughs> we already really talked about <clears throat> Dallas and and the Giants. Mark, Hold but, on, man. Huh? Red, oh, red well, Whitfield's not drinking. Randy, what do you got, bro? I'm doing some uh, vodka on the rocks. Nice. Ooh. Look at you, man. You, you yep. Meaning some business tonight, dude. Yeah. The Smirnoff <clears throat> that returned from Vegas. Hey, hey. Oh, you do got you guys do owe us a Vegas story. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yep, you do owe do. us a Vegas story. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so while you ponder your Vegas story, uh Whitfield, what you got, dude? Milk. I'm drinking milk. Drinking milk. <laughs> Yay. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <sighs> drinking some it milk. It does the body good. Leave me alone. Well, what the hell happened to you then? 
Will you please drink some more? God. Wow. <laughs> you're the evil man. Too easy. I'm the righteous man. That's what she said. Whitfield. Right. You idiot. <laughs> you like discipline. No, I don't. But I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach, you idiot. Yeah, there you go. No, I'm not. Stop it. <laughs> Stop whining. I'm, I'm a whining. cop, you idiot. I'm not an idiot. Stop it. Take it back. I'm not taking it back. I'm not an idiot. I'm Fuck a you, asshole. Guy. So don't give me this crap. <laughs> Whitfield, quit all that whining, man. Stop being such a pussy. <laughs> I am what I eat. Oh, wow. Hasta la vista, baby. That's what she told me when last oh, night on left. Yeah. Anywho... Anywho, on that note... <laughs> you can't spell jibber-jabber without the T! That's right. All right, so now that we got our salute clocks in... Um, Not really. Who are we missing? Mark. You didn't do yours? Mark. Oh, Mark, I, I thought you did yours. My bad. Maybe. Maybe. Oh. Yeah, Marcus. <laughs> so, uh, I'm trap. in DC. I'm rolling a fatty. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but are you rolling a failhorn fatty? <laughs> Whitfield wants to know. <laughs> That's how we, how we brew up here. Uh, no, in honor of, uh, of of somebody you know very important in the rooms, you know, 40th birthday upcoming next weekend. I'm rocking a delicious you know Richmond brew, rocking a, a tall boy uh, Hardywood Blackberry Stout. Hardywood, boy, if ever there was a beer that Ted Cruz would drink, it's some Hardywood, huh? <laughs> he'd, he'd, li- <laughs> he'd, he'd, he'd like that pose too, buddy. <laughs> only, only if he could be watching it from around the corner, while Master. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! Wow. Wow. <laughs> While he takes a swig of beer, I guess we'll do it. One of our My many goodness. Vegas stories. Yeah, yeah. So, All right. so, so yeah, so give us a Vegas story. Give us a Vegas story. So obviously, we were there for the fight, and uh, we decided to go on a trek to see where we could actually watch the fight. And of course, only MGM-owned places were actually showing the fight. Right. So we go to the Mirage because right across the street from where we are. And what was it, like $296 per ticket just to Ooh. go see the fight, Mark? At, at, at a watch party. At a watch yeah. party. Not even at the fight. Just to go to a place in a closed-circuit area and watch the fight. That's You get, get a pay-per-view for 100 bucks. Yeah, that's a terrible Not deal. Not only that, we went to go get the pay-per-view in the room. It was blocked <laughs> because it wasn't an MGM property. <laughs> so Mark gets the idea, hey, maybe there's a Periscope feed. So we pull up my tablet. We watch the fight on my tablet. We pretty much gave MGM Grand the finger. And then, of course, at the end of the fight, I'm taking this video of the Mirage because it's got this uh, fountain that actually has like a looks like a volcanic eruption. Right. Because part of the fight was still on in the background, Facebook blocked the video. Aww. I was like, seriously? Really? <laughs> But, yeah, we had it quite the adventure, but, hey, we got to stick it to MGM, pretty much give them the finger saying you're not getting our money. Yeah. That was a great thing. Dude, I got to admit, I periscoped the fight, too. And that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I did. And, you know, I actually, uh, I, had it on, yeah, I had it on my phone, and I mirrored it because I've got a, an iPhone and an Apple TV. And so I mirrored it <clears throat> to my Apple TV, and I was watching it. But I was like, you know what? This Periscope feed is just, I mean, I might as well just watch it on my phone and just hold it close to my face. It was more enjoyable. 
uh, and the comments were funny. I, I think I jumped between three, maybe four Periscope feeds before finally settling in on one. And uh, just the user comments were funny, man. People saying, "Oh, thanks, you, you know, you the real MVP," and then people getting into fights because, uh, you know, people were hearting the feed and were like, "Stop! You're gonna get the feed blocked to take it down." And then people would just like heart or like or whatever the hell it is you do in Periscope. Favorite, I don't know. Like, and there was just all these little things flying up, man. It, it was really a hoot. So, but I didn't get kicked from any any particular feed, and I ended up watching a fight, and that was kind of fun. So. Well, Randy, we got we got your story, uh, and you also had a gigantic, human, what was that? A fifty ounce drink? What was that <laughs> well, thing? I'll I'll, I'll I'll tell that story real okay. quick. Okay. You know, I I was, uh, you know, I don't think this was this definitely wasn't like the craziest of crazy trips. We had an amazing time, but you know, DSAT's still you know recovering a little bit from some some health stuff, so I had to, had to stay a, a little you know reserved. Uh, guarantee the next trip will be you know be a little more you know, loosey goosey crazy again. But uh, again, we had a ridiculous time. But Friday night certainly we, we did uh you know did stay pretty determined to, to go all out and and uh, I had failed in telling uh, Giggity Giles the last time he went by with with the wife. Uh, where to find the drink that's my traditional drink, the 190 octane, the Everclear daiquiri from Fat Tuesdays. Um, and so, you know, I, I told him the wrong spot. He couldn't find it last time. So, you know, I certainly knew I was going to make sure that we right. did it upright this time and we both got one. So that was what he had. Um, uh, and we, we both got. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's Everclear daiquiri. So, you know, uh, we, we, we've all spent enough time with, with, with Giggity that we know it, you know, it takes, it takes a lot to, you know, get the man, uh, uh, properly uh, uh, knockered, <laughs> slobber knocker. Uh, by the time I was done with that song, bitch, I definitely was uh, pretty lit. <laughs> Did you take your uh, uh, keg stand shirt with you? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> and that's a fail on me. That's a shame. That's you know. I was telling somebody at work that story earlier this week. I hadn't thought about it in a while, and I was like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> I wish I had been taking a video instead of trying to take a picture." Because when when he went up and then everybody cleared out and he came down, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> best best uh, best failed keg stand ever. It was fantastic. It was fantastic. Um, the only one that held on was Jerry. <laughs> Matt and Jesse cleared out. Yeah, they did. <laughs> That's all right. Oh. So, so I, I can't really say yeah. it, it's nothing too specific, but you know, we we got uh, Giggity was certainly the the, the drunkest of the, the three of us, and uh, we, you know, so felt felt pretty proud of that. And um, uh, we had had a blast. Ironically, you know, you bring up uh, your bachelor party. Um, you know, my my honeymoon that's supposed to happen next month. Uh, we were going to Key West. Obviously, uh, that's you know obviously uh, mo- far more so than the disappointment of not being able to go. I feel terrible for what's happening down there. So you know, it's 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 a couple of bad things. Also bad that we're you know not getting our flight money back. But um, oh, that's lame. Uh, yeah, it is kind of lame. We're gonna try again in October. Um, but uh, what I was gonna say is that we were we were discussing possible options, and you know she the, the wife you know brought up the idea of uh, Smith Mountain Lake, and I was like, huh. But when we talked about it more, and, and her boss said the same thing. A bigger group is is what you know really makes that happen, right? Yeah. That's, you know, we we'd have a very relaxing time, but uh, but we're actually gonna go to this really nice uh, Hyatt in uh, Cambridge, Maryland. But which is funny, the Smith Mountain Lake I had thrown in there. That's super hey, random. That's a good spot, especially in the fall. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. yeah. 
That's fantastic. Well, you know, there's uh, something to be said for going to the beach and chilling, going to a lake and chilling, being in the mountains. You know, it depends what you're it de- Yeah, it depends on what your goal is. You know, for if you, sure. if, yeah, it depends what your goal is. So I'm sure one of these days we'll end up at you know, Lake Gaston or Smith Mountain Lake. We'll end up at another lake house somewhere with a group yes. of us acting foolish. Well, that I is no uh, my plan for my 40th next year is to invite everybody up to a lake house for the weekend. So Yeah? All right. Well. Yep. All right. Booyah. Booyah. We'll bring Joe Poo. It'll be a great time. And we'll feed him drinks, and he will bring us luck. That's right. And he will can, fart a lot. Can we invite a... What is it? Can we Baker Mayfield? Can we invite him? So we hell yeah, <laughs> that'd be fun, wouldn't it? <coughs> Man. <laughs> uh, incidentally, a little college football real, real quick since Mark's here, Shannon's here. Uh, oh, dude, I you know I, I know it's an aggressive thing, and I know we got a little bit of flack for it, but how fantastic was Baker Mayfield running around? Uh, obviously, the plant didn't actually work, but the, the the sentiment is what really mattered with that. That was oh, a yeah. that was a spicy move, man. That was pretty was. fantastic. I, I thought it was fantastic. Look, man, they got embarrassed last year. They took it personally, and they handled their business on the field this year, and they got payback. Um, I know he was a little upset because the Ohio State players, I guess, sang their whatever song last year, and he wanted to get a little bit of payback. And, yeah. You know, took he the did. flag out to the middle of the field, planted it. You know, whatever, dude. It, it's it's two big-time programs going at it. He did not need to apologize for that. That was actually one of the more awesome things from last weekend. Yeah. I think that, I think his apology was kind of like a sorry, not sorry, but he, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he did it, but See, I don't... Yeah. It's the equivalent of yeah. they're making me say I'm sorry, but F yeah. y'all, I'm not sorry. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, look, Ohio State was up 13 to 10 in the third. You know, Oklahoma had 21 straight points, and you know, look, that's the first time in Ur- look. This one's here's a stat for you, Shannon. That's the first time an Urban Meyer coach team has given up 350 plus pass yards in back to back games. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, kudos to Oklahoma, man. Kudos to them. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! Kudos to them. A couple other things just of note. A, I can't believe how many Georgia fans were at Notre Dame. That was nuts. And Nick Chubb. Know, right? Yeah. Womp womp on the Golden Dome was for that one. But Nick Chubb, I feel like that guy has been in playing college football since I was in high school. At least. <laughs> I, I mean. Like years at least. Yeah. Is he going to go into the, like, the college football Hall of Fame? Because he should have. You know what I mean? Like he should have like. <laughs> he has seniority. Yeah, I think he was eligible last year. So <laughs> yeah, I, don't know. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, God bless. This has to be his last year at Georgia, right? I mean, it has to be. Has to be. But anyway, Georgia took a 2019 uh, lead late in the fourth quarter with a field goal, and then they brought home that win with uh, defense forcing a turnover, a little strip sack, and, you know, boom, it was done. But they held the Irish to 55 rushing yards, and that was just one that surprised me, man. And I just – you know, I think it's one of the things – we get so used to the the NFL. I don't watch a ton of college football. It's like one of those things that's kind of in the background for me, and I'll watch a little bit from time to time if it's a big game. Um, but that one, there are times I'm flipping around on, on the tube, on the tele, uh, and that one just, I was like, wow, I can't believe how many freaking Georgia fans are there. That is nuts. Um, it was a fun game. Yeah, but th- that was entertaining, you know, and that's one thing that I think college football, you get a little bit more of that, 
that rivalry rah rah. You know, the NFL. I think people take it a little too seriously, and they get uh, all worked up and all offended, and obviously extra crazy drunk. I think there's a, a little bit more. I don't want to say purity. That's not the right word. <laughs> we're we're but, looking at you, Buffalo Bills fans. <laughs> yeah. Did y'all see any of the highlights from the week one Buffalo fans? There's probably a liquor in the front poker in the rear somewhere or a dude jumping <laughs> off a table and breaking his uh, leg. We'll just say a couple of BJs. Oh, yeah, I'm not I'm not not surprised. <laughs> and that's all I've seen. Like I'm sure there's more, but Well, if they can't score on the field, at least they can score off, right? I mean Hey, they played the Jets. They did score on the field. <laughs> it's like, hey baby. I can find your end zone. <laughs> well, see, um, she found his end zone in the man's bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Woo! That's just gross. And then man. another one in the parking lot. That's just gross. Ba- bathroom, bathroom stuff is just gnarly. Just like it's just gross, like man. Get on your knees in the bathroom, like you know that's urine on the ground, right? Bah! <laughs> You're in trouble. Bah! <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, and then uh, Ted Cruz approves that post. And then uh, you know a little raise. Of, yes, yes, right. A little raise of the glass to the Sam Darnold show. By the way, USC uh, Rock and Stanford, forty-two to twenty-four. Man, three hundred sixteen yards, four touchdowns. He had two picks, but four touchdowns. USC, by the way, six hundred twenty-three yards of offense. That's the not most. Too bad. Not, not too bad. That's the most that David Shaw coach team has ever given up at Stanford. And uh, USC, by the way, scored fourteen points in three different quarters. Showed up, so Damn. Um, I guess Mark and Shannon, do you have any uh, any particular impressions, takeaways, or anything of note, uh, either from obviously college fo- football past or leading into the weekend that you're uh, you want to talk about, or that you want to just be like, hell yeah. <laughs> well, I'm. It, it's not the the rematch that we're gonna get, but it's it's kind of fun to see that Texas is going to go to USC this weekend. It'll be the first time since the uh, Rose Bowl game. Uh, that these two teams are hooking up. And there's been a lot of bringing back that, that game from 2006 and showing the highlights of that game, which, of course. in my opinion, I think is the greatest college football game that was ever played considering what was on the line and yeah. who were the stars of that game and all that. Right. Uh, I, with that said, I expect USC's a roll this weekend and to cover that spread, I think it was uh, 14 or 16 points. What? You don't think Texas can win this thing? I just think uh, USC is just going to score way too many points. And Texas does not have Vince Young circa college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, not circa now. <laughs> circa then. So, yeah. <laughs> For sure. But um, I, I'm I, look. Don't, be fun. It'll be fun to revisit has, that one. Has anyone tweeted? Uh, you know, uh, uh, tweeted that Ted Cruz with with hashtag Bush Push because I think it would totally confuse him. <laughs> he would like that one. I think he might favorite that one. <laughs> he might. That's I'm, true. I'm sure he would enjoy that one. <laughs> oh man, no, Notre Dame may not, but I'm I'm sure old mm. Teddy Cruz would. Old Teddy Cruz, baby. Uh, Mark, uh, go ahead, Shannon. Finish your thought. Um, no, it, it just last weekend there were four like marquee games, and of those four games, all all four were being shown at the same time. So I would like college football, the networks and stuff. Like if you're going to have like these marquee games. Try to at least stagger them a little bit so that the fans can actually concentrate on those games. Like, I can appreciate you want that game in prime time. Right. 
but at the same time, like, dude, like, give yourself a three thirty chance to shine. Give yourself a twelve o'clock chance to shine. You got all you day know, to like, dominate, man. You got all day to dominate. It's dominate. Yeah, I right? mean, like USC Stanford. Of course, that's going to be a primetime game because the freaking teams play in the Pacific time zone. But like, it it, it just boggles my mind, dude. Like Clemson Auburn, that could have been a noon or a three thirty kick, mm-hmm. but it's a seven o'clock kick. Georgia Notre Dame. Same thing could have been a a, a noon or a three thirty kick, probably three thirty because it was in Notre Dame, yeah, because Central Time Zone. But like, I, I would have liked to have a couple of those games been staggered better a little bit. That would have been nice. Yeah, maybe my only gripe this weekend. Golly, I guess Clemson Louisville is probably like the marquee game this weekend. My man Lamar Jackson, dude, that guy. It's just ridiculous. A thousand yards of offense in two games. Uh, that's pretty over, damn beast. Over double digit touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, the guy's like a video game. He's ridiculous. Beast that what you got for me. Well, I was gonna definitely uh you know, echo that's uh for the upcoming weekends. For me, it's it's definitely all about Louisville Clemson. I, I actually didn't pay as much attention to college this past weekend. I, I was in more, a little more of a NFL mindset and a little busy on Saturday, so I didn't get quite as much in as I got the first first weekends. Um, but uh, but yeah, this upcoming weekend, Clemson Louisville Lamar. I'm excited to see him. I would love to see Louisville knock him yeah. off. I'd love to see Jackson keep it going. I'm telling you, dude. I a lot of and I want to say like his. He wasn't even the favorite to win the Heisman this year. So if you put some money on him uh, to win the Heisman, I think you would actually make some this year. I think you're right, too. And I saw, and I want to jump back to MLB just because of the betting stuff real quick. Right. One of the betting guys, maybe uh, the RJ in Vegas guy or maybe even Darren Robell, we're talking about if you had started on the 22 game win streak and just let it roll. If you like, started with 100 bucks. If you started with like the hundred bucks, you'd be up to what eight hundred grand or something, if, or maybe even a million at this point. I've I've got one right in front of me. It's a tweet from I go uh, for it. RJ in Vegas, and it said, "Let it ride." Betting uh, Indians to win twenty one straight, starting with a hundred dollars and letting it all ride after each game, you would have won one point one eight million dollars. <laughs> Damn. See, like, here's the thing: like, if I'm going to time travel, I'm going to do that. <laughs> if so, I'm going to time travel, I'm going to win the lottery before the lottery's won. <laughs> there you go, MacGuffin. <laughs> that is very well played, sir. Yeah, that was for you, buddy. That was for you. I appreciate that. That I really <laughs> do appreciate that one. That was awesome. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Mark, I'm going to uh, assume that you do not have a $1.18 million let it ride bet on the Indians. Uh, 1.7 only, actually. I'm, I, I slipped up a little bit. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> that, I mean, that that's insane. But part of that goes to show you, and I guess realistically, Mark, is, I know you're a pretty big baseball guy, but um, so you have the betting aspect, that's great. But in context of the season, and you think about, sports in general winning streaks things of that sort like how significant is what the indians are doing like how much weight how much gravitas like 
you're going to get a lot of historical context. You're going to get a lot of references to it. I mean, it's a pretty damn tremendous thing, but like, how do you impress upon somebody how significant this kind of a win streak is? It, it deserves a ton of gravitas just because, I mean, baseball is such a, it's such a random sport at times that, I mean, the, the tiniest little fluke, you know, a mistake in the outfield or in the infield, an error, little, the littlest thing in the game can, you know, screw you up. You could have a Kershaw or a top notch pitcher pitch a perfect, you know, where do you think this perfect nine in a game? To- well, one person mess up, you know, you, you, you know, say your offense didn't score and you any runs uh, in that game, and you know they, they get a fluke, you know, run on the error. I mean, it's just to to win every single game for for ten straight mm-hmm. is ridiculous. Honestly, a five game win streak is is really good. So to go twenty two straight now, yeah, twenty two now. I mean, that's twenty two now, twenty one to break the record. It, it really is impressive. I mean, it well, it's, it's more than impressive. It's God damn impressive. <laughs> so um, there was yeah. one thing just to say, this is a headline on SI, and it was like the streak continues, Indians rally, and uh, that game was tonight. Um, Indians rally win, win on walk-off for 22nd straight. So they were down down by one of the Royals entering the bottom of the ninth, and they come back, you know, obviously they came back and they won that on uh, Jay Bruce's walk-off hitting a 10th. And uh, I don't have like whatever historical stat reference in front of me, but uh, it just says they've now won 22 consecutive games, trailing only the 1916 Giants. And you think about how much history there is in MLB. You know what I mean? If you think about how much history there is in baseball. I don't even care if you like baseball or not. But MLB's been around a long time, brother. <laughs> you know? So when I mean, you, hell, they beat Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill's team. So I mean, that that is crazy significant. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy significant. I, I, I think- I think I read somewhere earlier today. I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can find it to verify. But that during the streak, I, th- I guess prior to today's game, they'd only been trailing four four total innings out of the entire twenty two games. Oh my that's gosh! Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. That's, that that that's absolutely ridiculous. So, so um, yeah, there was an article uh, on September twelfth, and uh, it said since this week was posted, Cleveland has trailed for only four of one hundred seventy one innings during their winning streak. I mean, that's, that's just nutty. They also yeah, have, and they were also like over a hundred as far as wind differential. And again, this was from the twelfth, so some variance with what it is now. But uh, the Indians have defeated their opponents by a combined score of one hundred thirty-four to thirty-two over the twenty-game winning streak. Only six teams have a run differential greater than one hundred for the entire season. That's I insane. mean, that's pretty beast. <laughs> yeah. Pretty beast. And right now, they're only four games away from tying the 1916 Giants record and five from breaking it. Oh, here you go. They've hit 41 homers during that streak, and they've allowed 35 runs total. <laughs> wow. Over 40 homers. Good Lord. Yeah. Speaking of trusty veterans, Carlos Santana is raking. <laughs> Man, yeah, that's gonna be. There's gonna be so many little fun factoids and and, stati- and see. That's the thing you're talking about. How one thing can make such a huge difference. And this was just like some random article on SI. It was like 21 facts. And you think, and again, it's just to make you think about how many things have to go into something like this happening. I mean, it really is insanely significant. And I'm, I'm so enjoy it. Happening to it. Yeah, I'm glad that it's happened to a team like like Cleveland. I've never had anything against them. I don't feel like they're a team that too many people, other than like their division rivals, are like, oh man, I 
I hate Cleveland. You know, it's, it, I feel like it's much better for a team like Cleveland for it to be happening than uh, Yankees or Dodgers or, right. or honestly, even even. I mean, I guess I was gonna say Mets for a moment. I would love for it to happen, <laughs> but I'm just saying from a a country standpoint, you know, for for the fact that I think it's just kind of a unique team for it to be happening to. Um, I mean, obviously, I mean, I recognize they've been good for uh, the last few years and you know, did with it, you know, last year, but um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's just, it's, it, <laughs> I hope, like you're saying, I, I fully agree with what you're saying that even if you're not a baseball fan, these are the kind of things that you should, sports fans in general, should take a moment these to notice. Be like, damn, that's, is- that is truly impressive and they deserve a lot of credit. Yeah. And I, and I, and I hope, I hope it goes as long as possible. I mean, get to I mean- 30. Cleveland, Cleveland needs some good news. I mean, considering they've won more games in this streak than the Browns have in the past five years, so I mean, Cleveland <laughs> yeah. needs some good news. That's crazy. This is true. This is true. And, and yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. Prior, prior to you know Le- LeBron's uh, you know Cleveland return, I mean, Cleveland has been a suck hole for a long time, so they they certainly do deserve some uh, some good stuff. Dude, I liked this one. For the win, I had an article, and uh, when they hit 21 straight. You know, obviously they've been having fun on Twitter, and so they went back and uh, they've been adding W's to their bio for each win, and the limit's twenty, so they can't even get all their W's in their bio <laughs> on Twitter. Oh man, that, that I thought wah, that was wah. yeah. Good problems to have. Yeah, that, yeah, I'd say <laughs> first world sports problems. Here you go. <laughs> but uh, kind of a hoot. We'll see how long that runs. And I guess the flip side, Mark. Um, what's your take on uh, what's go- going on in Dodgerland? Whew. Yeah, they're they're in a bit of trouble. Um, I think they'll turn it around, but uh, I mean, I I don't know what's been happening, but it's it's a pretty ridiculous, you know, fall from grace to be losing as much as they are. I think they I think they finally got a two game win streak happening, but they're still you know two and eight in their last 10 games uh and, and obviously much much worse than that over the last you know yeah uh long stretch so you know it, it's I, I don't i think you know you could have if it was just a little bit you could have chalked it up to well i mean they, they pretty much got everything wrapped up and they still basically do i mean unless they truly like lost out the rest of the season they're still i think in you know easy shape to to take their you know, division or at least get in the playoffs but at some point, you, you start scratching your head when, I mean, it's just, you know, yeah, I mean, two and eight, last ten, um, bats aren't hitting, you know, pitchers are, you know, not doing, you know, what they're used to be doing. I mean, I, I thought they were the front runner, you know, for everything, <clears throat> yeah, a couple, you know, maybe two months ago. Now, I'm, I'm again, I think they, they pull it together come playoff time, yeah. but they need to start turning around right now. So, I, I, the next next three weeks are really important. I mean, they're still five games ahead of the Nationals for best record in the NL. They're nine and a half ahead of Arizona. So, I mean, it just tells you that even as bad as it's been lately, that's how great they were early. Yeah. Right. So, if you're a Dodgers fan, <laughs> you hope that they turn it around. But, I mean, you don't want to see them just, you know, no, nobody likes to see their team just, you know, slink into the playoffs. No, you, so you, you I, don't I, I really think them. you want to see them start waking up right about now. I mean, better to what get was... this ish out of their system now than to, yeah, you know, exactly. So, do they need to get a? I don't remember who it was, Shannon, but uh, do they, did they? Was it Mark Grace that had the slump buster thing? Do they need Mark Grace to pay him a visit? Oh my goodness, that is fantastic! Is that what they need to help them shake it off, man? Dude, just... 
right? <laughs> I, just, I need that. I'm just saying, dude. That was your thing. For, that was your thing for a while. You'd be you'd drop slump buster references all over the place. Dude, let me tell you something. And for those, we gotta bring this back up. All right, bring it back. So basically, the slump buster, according to Mark Grace, is if you're in a really, I mean, just a really, really, really bad slump, you go to the bar. And at last call, you find the fattest chick you can find, and you just go slump that. Woo! Yeah, buddy, you gotta get your slump buster on and and rip roaring, and you gotta let that baby go. <laughs> even even if in the morning you wish you could turn back time buddy something's <laughs> in rare form Leroy Jenkins on us man oh dude you want Leroy Jenkins slump buster buddy Hell yeah. <laughs> That's the one we needed. Holy moly. Oh my goodness. Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. Jay Watt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. <clears throat> my gosh. So is the Dodgers need a whole bunch of slump buster action going on, huh? They just they just need to go on the town. They <laughs> they need to talk to Magic. Do the opposite of what Magic did. And just, you know. We'll do it live. Okay. <laughs> we'll do it live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Penis in your anus. Anger. Anywho. All right, boy, did we get off topic there? <laughs> no idea where we were on topic at that point in time. Just, Just a bit outside. Bitch. Just a bit outside. Major League references. Yes! <laughs> That's a good pull, Randy. That's a good pull. <laughs> anyway. Is that what she said? Woo! <laughs> 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 Cruz likes that post. <laughs> yeah. By the way, did you see those dumbasses in Florida that were trying to steal a utility pole and they had it strapped to their SUV? What kind of idiot? What kind of idiot is like, I'm going to take this uh, power pole, man. I'm driving down the road. Idiot. Idiot. What possesses you to do that? Like, I just don't know how dumb. I, I mean, I know it's Florida. I get it. And there's some weirdness down there. I don't, maybe they were on meth. Maybe they. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it's time for uh, for for outside the box, you know, <laughs> stories yet. The, the, I don't know if we're there yet. But uh, 
and I'm guessing you probably didn't touch it on the first segment, but yeah. uh, how about the, 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 the British story, the story about the woman on her date? Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, rest assured, that woman, for absolute certainty. <laughs> If she could turd you. <laughs> she I could mean, turd back <laughs> Yeah. Oh, she could I reach. Mean, was she trying to appease Joe Poo? I mean, yeah, Joe Poo. She could. <laughs> if she could reach her. If she could reach her thigh, she would have flushed that turd away, buddy. <laughs> oh, Mark, why don't you go ahead and set the stage for that one, bro? <laughs> I'm going to grab a new beer because Lord knows I'm going to need it for this. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, for, for anybody, I mean, honestly, I, I'd say yeah, maybe we'll post on the page because it's, uh, it's a bit of a, well, I guess it's, it's not too lengthy of a story, but um, the the basics of it is uh, a woman, <laughs> I'm going to struggle to tell the story because it's so ridiculous, um, went on a date with a British gentleman. Um, and, uh, she, she had to go to the bathroom uh, at his place and she realized that the toilet wasn't flushing. So apparently, <laughs> and this is, uh, I guess, a very small bathroom. And, uh, she, she tried to like somehow take the, <laughs> I guess, take the turd out of the toilet and like drop it out the window. But then somehow she got stuck <laughs> and they, they, they had to like, you know, call, uh, call, the. Uh, for help and uh the, i mean apparently the you know people who came to help were laughing so hard for a while and uh, understandably so i mean i don't know how you ever lived that down it's just amazing it's just just amazing <laughs> well, apparently also i uh i heard that it was a, a tinder date on top of it all yes i'm like really <laughs> you found her on tinder good job man <laughs> I don't, I mean, I don't know how you live that down. I mean, I feel like you've got to go into hiding for, I don't know, at least six months, at least. I Darwin mean. says, come with me. I mean, that's that's one of those Darwin moments where you just kind of go, oh, good Lord. <laughs> so what, no second date? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could say wish in one hand and ish in the other and see what's good to drills first. And obviously, you know, we found out real quick. I mean, no no plungers over there. I mean, what's going I, I, on here? I, I know. <laughs> although, I, although what Captain was talking about earlier with them having those big old like the sewers with everything in there and having the dirty jobs, maybe that's why the uh, lady couldn't flush it. You know, and Mark, you missed out on that one. I see. Uh, apparently, they flush everything down the toilet over there, so they have these guys that have to try to go and try and break down that stuff in the sewers. Oh, the fat so we birds? Talking, yeah, because of the lady with the they couldn't flush it down the toilet. We're trying to say maybe that's why she wouldn't. So, do you think maybe uh, the guy's like, man, uh, on Tinder, maybe she needs to learn to wipe right? So, <laughs> <laughs> to swipe right? Just saying. She 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 admits she admits that she she panics. She said, I, "I don't know why I did this, but I panicked. I reached into the toilet bowl, wrapped it in tissue paper, and threw it out the window." Yeah, no shit. Oh it, wait, yes saw, shit. And then when she saw it get stuck on a ledge, that's when she tried to go after it and got stuck. What a what a <laughs> what a terrible ordeal. Like, top ten ideas in my head if that happened. 
that wouldn't make the top ten. <laughs> I don't think so. I, I I'm pretty sure something would tell me this is a bad idea, and let's just go. I mean. We're all dudes here. I recognize this, but I'm just thinking if I were a chick, I'd still be like, you know what? I accidentally clogged your toilet. It, shit happens. Literally. <laughs> or, hey, do you, have a, do you have a plunger that I can borrow? <laughs> or just, just, just put the lid down and walk away, man. Something other than that. I don't know. I mean, Do you remember? You know what? You know what? She's she's probably yeah. related. To, she's probably related to Barfwin, buddy. She's probably, <laughs> she she would have gotten a plunger and overflowed that man's toilet all up in that bathroom, dude. <laughs> did, did you did you know? Since I mean, the, the you know the guy was you know he was you know understandably upset because he was gonna have to pay a lot of money to have like the. Yeah, to pay for the repairs um, for for what they had to do to get her out. Right. That he he did like a GoFundMe and did you know raise more than enough money to you know pay for it. And he's and what was nice was he he said he was gonna you know give the extra money to the firefighters. But <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. Uh, he gave her a second date. I gotta know. <laughs> I don't. I hope so. She he already got the number two. You know what I'm saying? There's no second date. Man. Wow. There's no second date. Uh, by the way, by the way, I want to say welcome back to Marshawn Lynch. And uh, I, for anybody that missed it, he he, he rocked the double bird in wow. that game. So yeah, not only not only he had 18 carries, 76 yards, and two birds flipped. Twelve thousand lost. And he, <laughs> He did get fined $12,000. He was there, and he did get fined. He was there, and he did get fined. Uh, I don't know if you saw like the post-game clip, but it was great. because uh, uh, Del Rio was in his post-game interview, <clears throat> and uh, Lynch like interrupted him. And he was like, hey, man, like I've been available for three minutes. They didn't holler at me. I'm good, right? <laughs> and then he checked out. <clears throat> I mean, you know, they, they only made one of that guy. They only made one of that. And, you know, in limited carries, I thought he looked pretty good. I thought he looked pretty good. I hope he makes it through the season healthy. Um, I'm, I'm glad that Marshawn Lynch is back in the league. That is a guy, I'll be honest with you, that's a dude. I would totally rock a Marshawn Lynch jersey. Absolutely. I, I like that guy. Like, me too. Oh, beast mode. Beast I, I like that man. guy. Gotta love that. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Are we done with Tinder Turd Girl? <laughs> I think so. Uh, uh, yeah, I think we've uh, seen that step so. uh, around. <laughs> let's uh, next let's up right. So let's finish up college real quick. We'll all right, finish up college. Finish up college. You head back to NFL. Yeah, yeah. No, it's all good. It's all good. I'm Shannon. I'm surprised you didn't ask. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't want your song drop back on that one. Well, you know. Oh, of course, Winamp's asleep. Thanks, man. <laughs> Wake up. <clears throat> I'm surprised you didn't, yeah, I'm surprised you didn't want that back, man. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I actually prefer let me poop, but hey, you know. Well, Shannon. <laughs> you know how that goes. <laughs> Anywho. All right, go ahead and let's wrap up college football, man. Sometimes you got to let it go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Do but I, I got I to give my man D Stat some props, man. My D Stat went five and one last week. I went two and Woo! four. 
My my picks are like that lady's, uh, you know, just went that straight. Well, I don't think it went straight down the toilet, but it clogged it. <laughs> your your picks clogged the toilet. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, ever since like my perfect two and zero New England and the, the total pick, like my my picks have clogged the toilet. So I went two and five, uh, two and four this week in college. Mark went five and one, and I went perfect on my NFL picks. Nice, good job. Golden sombrero, old and and five. That's impressive. (laughs) That's impressive. So if you pick against me in every every game, you won some money this. There you go. Collect your winnings at the table. That's right. East that went three and two, so. I'm going to try to get back on the right side of the tracks this week. And uh, that we're going to go two picks, and then we'll do the rest on Saturday morning. I like it. All right. So I do like Tennessee plus four and a half at Florida. Florida has the same number of guys out again this week. It's some sort of credit card scheme. A lot of their best players are out. So you've got the same crew that went against Michigan who only scored because the defense scored going against Tennessee, who's half decent SEC team. Yeah. And I like Kansas State, my man, my guy, minus three and a half at Vanderbilt. Those are my two those are my two favorite picks this week. Mm-hmm. Deep stat, what say you? All right. Um, well, we're 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 split one on one here. I I got to rock with you on Tennessee. I'm a little bit of a Florida hater and a Florida Gator hater. <laughs> and um, I do like what I've seen out of Tennessee. I'd say out of these four teams, I've probably seen the most uh, Tennessee action. But um, I uh, it's a little bit of tough tough pick. I don't really feel great about it but mm-hmm. I, I, i'm always nervous taking two dogs. but i think i gotta take the two, two dogs here i think i gotta also uh separate from you and go vanderbilt plus three and a half okay uh, vandy yeah well not necessarily to win but to cover the three and a half that's exactly. fine still but i think I, I, I always say if you're picking a team you know three 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 and a half points or less as a dog then i think you have to believe that they could win the game and i definitely yeah. think that vanderbilt can 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 handle business there and win that game okay all right, well, we'll post the rest of the picks on either Friday night or Saturday morning. Um, as always, um, facebook.com slash sportsbrew. You can catch our picks. Uh, we'll do NF, or excuse me, college on Saturday and NFL picks on Sunday. I choose the college games. D-Stat will rock the NFL and games. And pick against and Shannon, pick. whatever you do. I was going to say, feel, feel free to you know root on uh, Shannon as he attempts to be the, the anti-Cleveland Indians and uh, see how long his losing streak can go. That's right. Yes. Look, man. Maybe I can lose 22 in a row, and you guys <laughs> yeah. in turn can win 22 in a row. Yeah. Look, clearly if anybody needs Joe Poo, it's that woman in London that got rickrolled by her own turd. <laughs> That's a bad day at the office. That's a bad day at the office. That's a great story, though. Oh, it's not. Imagine, imagine going to a pub in England and hearing that story. My God, that would be awesome. Um, I'm so glad it happened. I mean, I feel really bad for the dude and, and the girl, but I mean, it's a fantastic thing to happen. But to hear a way like an English person would describe oh, sure. it. With the vulgarity that they would describe it would just be like just on point. Would just be awesome. 
I mean, I like it, I and mean, understandably so, with the people that are, you know, donating to the guy, you know, were like, look, this story brought me so much amusement and laughter that, you know, I felt like I owed it to you for the great story. <laughs> no, I, I get that. Oh, I tried to flush my turd, and then I got high. <laughs> Oh god. And I got stuck. On the ledge. Upside down. Ooh, ooh, ooh. But then I got high. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> I thought so I could look at a window, bro. <laughs> because I got high. Because I got high. Yeah, there we go. Okay, anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, the, who does that? Who has time? <laughs> out of the toilet and throw it out the window. Like, uh, there's who a, thinks that? I don't know, man. That's a good, very good question. <laughs> like, that would not be my first class. Like, I, no. I no, no, that would not be my first course of action, buddy. That would not be, be my first course of action, man. Whew. Anyway, all right. Woo. Mm. My God. Okay. <laughs> so look, be on the lookout for the picks on Saturday. Uh, I guess we will shift back to the NFL. And I did want to ask you, we talked very briefly about uh, the Cowboys and the Giants in the first segment. Um, th- there really wasn't a lot to that game. And it was a very, very Dallas-centric game. Uh, so I think realistically, Mark, uh, what I want, I do, I'm just kind of curious. Obviously not having Beckham is really the story of that game. But... Whether it's the defense, the offense, Brandon Marshall, the run game, the offensive line, Eli Manning, you know, Dallas, Dallas showed up ready to play, and New York has a lot of question marks. So, as a Giants fan, it's just one week. We'll see. But I'm like, what, what do you take away from that kind of a game? Sure. Um, I, I'm, you know, I was very frustrated. It was, you know, mainly just a you know, extremely unenjoyable game for a Giants fan. I would think um, to put it mildly. One, you know, one, one decent drive that still stalled out and only got them a field goal. Uh, outside of that, you know, there was little to nothing to, to feel, you know, good about offensively. Yeah. Feel feel very good about the defense. That, that's, that's you know, my, my, my main positive takeaway is I feel the defense is, is very strong. Um, and that's that's what you know certainly was expected going into the season. Um, so I, I feel feel very good about that you know going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but offensively, uh, I know Beckham makes a big difference. Any anybody with you know two cents of you know intelligence recognizes that Beckham is a, a, a huge part of that offense. Uh, but no, to be <laughs> shut up um, to, to 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 be the you know that stagnant without him. As, and and the offensive line really to me is the much you know, bigger bigger concern. Good for you. Did, somebody, um, did, did, he, just did he just crank oh, one out on the phone? Wow. Did we get a fail horn fart? I, yeah, I think I think oh, okay. I thought, I thought we got a fart horn over there. The fart horn. <laughs> <laughs> the fail horn fart horn. Yeah, the fail horn fart horn. I'm just like, what is going on over there, man? Well, not that. <laughs> not fart wars. I don't want that. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> look, look. <laughs> look, look, Whitfield. Look, Whitfield. Don't bring me brown, okay? Don't bring me brown. <laughs> Just stop. <laughs> Song reference that maybe nobody got but me, but that's okay. That's 
Don't Bring Me Down Electric Light Orchestra. Don't Bring Me Down. Come on, Whitfield. Don't Bring Me Brown. No? <laughs> nothing? Anyway. Okay. All right. So. <laughs> All right. Keep going, Mark. All right. Um, so. <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> I don't know what's going on over there. Um, the struggle is real for Whitfield at, at the moment, man. This is great. <laughs> Alright, Mark, come on. I dreamed the giants had an O line. Oh my god. Whitfield, you're killing it. Mark, what finish up, Mark. Did we lose did we lose Mark? What happened? Yeah, we lost Mark. He, he's frozen. <laughs> oh no, Mark is actually frozen. Like Which for means real. Skype won't let him go. <laughs> no, Skype let him go. Yeah, apparently Whitfield can't hold it back anymore. <laughs> All right, let's see if we can get Mark back. Hold on, hold on. All right, what happened? <laughs> Look, you can't disappear like the Giants offense did, Mark. Come on, man. <laughs> Where are you at, bro? <laughs> Looks like his Wi-Fi cut out on him. Aw, oh, yeah. boo. Okay, well, so it goes. Um, hey, Matt, your uh, nose braids are Yeah, bad. dude, come on, man. You're like, you're extra breathy. It's like, what is he watching right. that? Is he? That's Ted Cruz. That, I mean, that was Ted Cruz watching porn level breath. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> slow, <laughs> slow your roll, slow your roll there, bud. <clears throat> All right. Uh, well, well, we'll just crank through. Um, let's see when we get Mark back. Uh, I would be remiss if we did not bring this particular thing up, uh, only because I, I, I believe if you're a fan of the NFL, um, if you could have a team full of Jason Wittens, you'd have a mighty fine football team. Uh, he is the only tight end other than Tony Gonzalez with a thousand plus catches and ten thousand plus receiving yards. And in that game against the Giants, he passed Michael <laughs> Irvin to become the Cowboys all time leader in receiving yards. That's so pretty damn That's a that's a hellified stat. That's a hellified stat. So Jason Witten, this chugs for you, buddy. <laughs> Cheers. Mm-hmm. Salute, brother. And Dallas, by the way, that's the fewest points they've allowed. I think in like the last four years. I mean, that was a that's a pretty significant defensive performance. Particularly, keep in mind if you've forgotten that uh, the Giants swept them last year. So that was that's a right, they did. Yeah, that was that was a big deal. That was a big deal. Uh, also, Colt. I mean, uh, Jason Witten gets the you know seniority award there for productivity. Uh, but Cole Beasley, man, that freaking catch that dude made on on the sideline, that wobbly ball, bringing it on, it was like his nameplate in the back of his helmet. That was pretty filthy. Uh, and I love that they showed Odell Beckham on the sideline, having to give that dude like a nod of respect, like, yeah, dude, that was a great catch. <laughs> that was pretty beast. That was pretty beast. So, uh, anyway, do we have Mark back now? Yes, sir. Uh, All right, cool. There he is, yeah. Yeah, so we were just giving some props to Jason Witten. Um Passing Michael Irvin for and you know as far as Cowboys all time leader in receiving yards and a couple of different things, but uh, anyway, uh, back to your kind of takeaways from the game. Hopefully, we don't have the uh, the interrupt this Whitfield with his Ted Cruz porn breath again. But um, <laughs> like, 
you know, week two is a different thing. Obviously, you know, Beckham being back, whenever he is back and healthy and can contribute, is going to be a big deal. But I, I again, just kind of finish your thoughts as far as takeaways or or, or just where yeah. they're at, what you, what that game, what it meant to you. Uh, back back in back and getting back in there is going to make such a huge difference and, and of course he, he always will um i i do worry feeling like uh you know i, I recognize that you know kind of like the, the the kobe effect in the nba i mean yeah, and i'm not comparing kobe and beckham but just saying that's you know if you're you know kobe's on your team you love him and if he's not you hate him yeah i recognize that Beckham doesn't get a lot of love from uh other other teams fans and other teams and i feel like he's gonna be targeted a lot of course um and you know i just so I, I hope he can stay healthy um and stay on the field but uh beckham being on the field will make everybody better will make marshall better will make eli better and um i, I think that's that's you know, it's just common sense. It's going to make a huge difference. But, again, I still worry about that offensive line. Uh, Eli, to me, looks like he's ner- nervous uh, with every snap, and I don't like that. Um, and, you know, I feel like there were times where he was, you know, rushing his throws just because he was kind of expecting to get that pressure on him. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's always bad news when your quarterback kind of gets in that mode. Yeah, it um, is. It is. So that's that's my biggest concern. I'm not at all worried about the defense. I think the defense should be on point uh, for most of the season. Uh, keep keep you know that healthy rotation out there, and I have little concerns about the defense. Um, so, but you know, you got to have an offense that can put up more than three points. Yeah, it, um, it, you you have to be all time historic D if you're going to win scoring three or six, man. Exactly, and 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 again, Beckham will make a, a significant difference to that number. Um, but you know, again, if if Eli can't get protection, then you know he can't can't get Beckham long ball. Balls, and you know if if they're only you know getting you know five yard dog the entire game long, then you know Uh-oh. it's not gonna work. You said yes, I did. balls. Hell yeah. <laughs> so Hell yeah. Uh, so I guess the fi- final you know basic summary is uh, ugly game. Hated it, uh, but you know definitely look forward to seeing you know seeing a game with Beckham in there to see how yeah. much of a difference it makes. I would expect a significant difference. He helps mask some of the uh, deficiencies and the other issues. But, yeah, you would like to think that the strongest unit top down would, would be the defensive side of the ball. So they've got their work cut out for them. Yeah, yeah. They do. That, that, and, again, a lot of, one of the things we really highlighted in, in the first segment was it's, it's week one, keep it in context. And it, it almost kind of felt like it was week five of the preseason, you know what I mean, uh, right. with teams that were really ready and teams that weren't. So we'll have a better feel for certain things as we go through the first month of the season. Um, I'm hard-pressed to think the Giants would look like that again. Uh, that's probably a bit of an anomaly. Uh, but they desperately need Beckham back on field to help open the rest of that offense up. Um, definitely disappointed with their run game. Uh, and I think it's reasonable to be kind of critical of the O-line. So they've got, they've got their work cut out for them. Uh, but getting Beckham back is going to help them quite a bit. Um, I don't think it was the old line itself, but so much. They had every opportunity to sign offensive linemen this offseason. That was their most glaring need. Not getting a running back, not re-signing JPP to an overpaid contract. They needed offensive line help, and all they got was DJ freaking Fluker. Well, yeah, again, on, it, it's it's one, it's one weekend, you know, and <laughs> it doesn't look good at the moment. but Dude, and, Dallas's defense sucks. Maybe, maybe Dallas looked like they were in midseason form. New York did not. 
So we'll have a better feel for that as we get through the next month. If New yeah, York, we get, a, we get a month in and it looks the exact same. Then you go, right. okay, dumpster fire, and 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 that's reasonable. Uh, you know, every team's going to look different over the next over the next month. You know, maybe that was the best game that Kansas City plays all year. May you know what I'm saying? I mean, it, it, teams grow, evolve, adjust. Yeah, you have injuries. You have a lot of things that happen. That was an ugly first game for the Giants. It was an, a really ugly game. You know, but they didn't have Beckham, <clears throat> and it, it uh, their flaws were very, very well exposed in that game. But if McAdoo's a good head coach, guess what? You adjust and you find ways around that. So that's what the, that's their job right now. That's their job: getting Beckham healthy, getting him back on field. And if he's not going to be there for a, a couple of weeks, you know, we'll see how that plays out. And God bless, even if he's not a hundred percent, you might need him on the field as just a damn decoy. <laughs> You know, maybe a yeah, couple of places. Much. I mean, if nothing else, man, we'll see how that goes. So, who, who do they so, have? In, who do they have next week, Mark? Detroit on Monday night. Detroit, Detroit on Monday night. You mean in, in New York? Yeah. So, and uh, as for Beckham, he was limited in practice today, and he actually came out and admitted that he's been dealing with a six to eight week type injury, and so he has. So, so high ankle sprain probably is what he ultimately has yeah. yeah well then he needs to take that time off because that 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 is no well joke. what you don't want is for that to linger on him all season you know what well, i mean absolutely not. When, so, when, when you I'm... would actually rather break your ankle than have a high ankle sprain because yep. the break is easier to heal well, i agree with that yeah well let, let's see how the rest let's have things unfold with him Let's see how things unfold. Cheap, cheap shot by Cleveland DB in preseason. Got to feel, got to feel good about that. Yeah. Anyway. Yay! Thanks preseason. It's my Love favorite time of the year. No. Uh, well, let's um. All right. Well, let's shift gears. And you know, we talked about the Giants and obviously the need for Beckham. I think that's the biggest takeaway is, is you got to get Beckham back on the field and see what that team turns into. They have their work cut out for them. Um, Correct. Eli's a veteran. He's going to adjust. Uh, but some of this is just what do they have talent-wise, offensive line, running game, and what can they do? Uh, Eli and McAdoo, what can they do to, to help work on that O, uh, work on that offense, whatever Beckham's role is? Because they're going to be better with Beckham on field than they are without. But they have to be able they have to be able to produce. If Beckham's limited, they have to figure out ways to produce with a limited Beckham or Beckham not being there. And if they can't do that, then they're going to have a hell of a tough start to the season. Um, sure. All right. Uh, Packers Seahawks. I think th- that was certainly a big game going into the weekend. Uh, kudos, by the way, to the Packers defense. They only allowed three field goals, um, and they you know had a little humpy bumpy in the beginning. Uh, first quarter, uh, Rodgers had a pick, and it really was a fantastic defensive play by the defensive lineman. Uh, touchdown ended up getting called back, but uh, either way, uh, Rodgers in the first half that was zero touchdowns, one interception, and it's the uh, <laughs> that's the first time that's happened to him in a first half in a home game in his career. So that was a pretty significant stat line. Uh, Eddie Lacy's coming comeback party was a big old fat dud. That was a big bunch of bust. God, flush him brown down the tank with that dude. Um, but I think the big takeaway from that game uh, is really what the Packers' defense looked like. I thought they played very well. Uh, Rodgers, of course, had his Rodgers moments. They, they they caught Seattle trying to you know uh, you know whatever substitute some people, so they got a cheapie on that one. Uh, that was, I think, in the third quarter. Uh, when Packers was, defense was healthy. Yeah, Packers, Packers defense looked good, and that's that. That I think is the biggest takeaway from the game because you know if Rodgers is healthy and Jordy is out there, the offense is going to be competitive. 
Montgomery, oh, looked, yeah. Montgomery looked good in some spots. Uh, Jordy Nelson looks pretty good. You know, I, I like the fight that Martellus Bennett had in him when uh, in the fourth quarter when Rodgers took off for a run and he dove head first, and some whatever rando Seahawks defender kind of went at him. It was his brother. Yeah, and and Martellus Bennett came over there for some smackdown kind of. You know, I was thinking of like To got to protect my quarterback, give, give me my popcorn. I'm thinking of that, but he went over there, man. You like to see a little bit of that fight in him, uh, but that's Rodgers' third consecutive win uh, versus the Seahawks. So the Packers. You know, I, I think there's a little some salt in the wound from that NFC Championship game a couple years ago. Yeah. I, I think they really do. I think they really, and they should, because they, they should. They, they should. Um, they were just an onside kick away from ending that yeah. game, and but to a Super Bowl. But big takeaway is definitely <laughs> what their defense looked like versus Seattle, and we know that Seattle is a much different team at home. Uh, but that's why it's so important for the Packers to have, if we're talking about them as playoff teams. Green Bay wants Seattle to travel to Green Bay. That's significant. Oh, yeah. So, exactly. Yeah, getting the win. You know, beating them at home is nice, but having if they're both playoff teams and if they're going to face each other, what you want is Seattle having to travel to Green Bay. Get them, get them in Lambeau. They'll be much better off for that. What, what were you getting ready to ask, uh, Matt? I wasn't going to say anything. Hmm. I mean, how about Green Bay, dude? Seattle week one, Atlanta week two. And then they they get a bye week the third week with uh, Cincinnati. Sweet. Well, if if they you know if they handle their business which they did against Seattle and they handle their business against Atlanta, which is possible, I'm still surprised the Bears made as much of a game out of that as they did. And keep in mind the the Bears. I mean, yeah, the Falcons won twenty three seventeen, but the Bears had a a really good chance to tie that thing late. I mean, they had, they had a first and goal from the five. And, that you know, one dude dropped the ball in the end zone. And then Jordan Howard had a really atrocious drop at the one. Um, and then Glennon, I think, threw right behind the tight end. And then, you know, the, the, the Falcons sat Glennon on fourth down. But Chicago was very close to stealing that game or tying that game up. So, you know, I, I don't know if, Super, if Atlanta has any Super Bowl hangover on them. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. I know it was great for old, you know, hanging with Mr. Hooper popping off that old 88-yard touchdown. That stiff arm was glorious, though. <laughs> Hooper's stiff arm of, Quint- of Quentin Demps, that was fantastic. <laughs> that was fantastic. But I'm not quite sure what, it- what Atlanta is yet. Uh, so I think the, the Green Bay-Atlanta game is going to tell us quite a bit. I'm looking forward. That should be a good football game. Should be a good football game. Uh, but if Green Bay's defense is legitimate – uh, a, they're gonna they're gonna have their hands full with Julio, who I thought was relatively quiet. But I'm looking forward to that one. Looking forward to that one. But uh, if if you're an Atlanta fan, I don't know. Week one it shouldn't inspire a lot of confidence. That's a, that should be a good team. Maybe they have a Super Bowl hangover. Maybe not. But um, I think uh, if <laughs> you know Green, Green Bay is going to tell us more about Atlanta than Chicago did. I'm just surprised that Chicago stuck with them as well as they did. Well, I think part of that has to do with uh, Atlanta getting used to a new offensive coordinator. True. Uh, both their running backs. I mean, the Bears' defense contained Freeman and Coleman pretty well for the most part. Obviously, yeah. Freeman had a rushing touchdown, but to only have 3.1 yards per carry, that's pretty good in terms of the defense. Holding it them. is. 
And Huli only getting five targets when and Sanu being the focal point, it seems like, with nine. That tells you that Julio either was covered well or he just – or if Ryan just didn't see him. A little bit of both. Yeah. Well, you know, as they cut their teeth in the post-Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan era, um, and, and maybe there'll be a little bit of a slow start early in the season. I mean, that that's fair commentary. I'm still just kind of surprised that Chicago hung with them the way that they did. You know? But that, 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 Mad props to them for yeah. just – playing as hard as they did yeah maybe you know yo again we said it earlier you like a team with a little bit of fight so we'll see if the bears have a little bit of fight in them <laughs> yay glennon yay glennon well, i mean the big I, offensive threat there was uh Tarek cohen you know having eight catches for 47 yards and a touchdown and yeah, five carries dude. for 66 yards i, I didn't mean, realize he was how, their main focal point i didn't realize how small that dude was but holy moly that guy's got some pop in him man Pick him up in your fantasy leagues. Oh, is that is that your fantasy insider recommendation? Yes, sir. I, Thanks. As far as fantasy goes, <laughs> I want to thank the opponent in my other league that um, benched Mike Gillisley, Carson Wentz, and Hooper from Wow. LA. Good Lord. Ooh, somebody thank, b- you. thank you for that win. Somebody bailed you out there. That's bad yeah, moves. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a, co- a couple of random side notes, yeah, the fantasy reference. I'm a David Johnson owner. Yay. I went to look for Kerwin Williams, and Shannon had him. I was like, ah. Anyway. I drafted him, I think. Uh, yeah, I th- you did, because you didn't you didn't pick him up off, way, off of uh, the free agency or anything. Fantasy Excuse me. Block. Fantasy cop block, yep. Um, random side note. Um, <laughs> so, it Raiders-Titans. And, and kudos to the Raiders that, that they they looked pretty good. Um, did you know that's like the first field goal made by someone other than uh, Janikowski since two thousand one? That's amazing. It's a long time, and I'm pretty sure Janikowski's been in the league for like eighteen years, dude. <laughs> He's been there for a while, man. He's been there for a minute, yeah. man. That's uh old old sea bass with his back injury. I hope, hopefully, he ends up being okay and and can come back and kick and all that kind of stuff. But uh, they might have a decent kicker in the wings coming out, man. They they, they I may think need, so. They might they, they might be okay saying thanks for the memories, bro. Carry on. But uh, Carr looked good. Lynch looked good. Uh, and I still like Tennessee. I still like Tennessee. But uh, yeah, if you're a Raiders fan, you have to feel pretty decent about what the year looks like. And Mark, I think you called this in some earlier conversations. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I could swear you. You said uh, that the Browns were going to be better than people expected. I most certainly did. And uh, I'm, I'm going to continue to stick to that. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty. I'm a pretty big fan of Kaiser. I think he's got a already got a good good connection with uh, Corey Coleman. Defense looks decent. They're they're not going to you know be anywhere near the playoffs yet, but right. they're going to be far removed from what they were last year. They're crap. I, I would say for the betting world, if you're listening to me. Expect to see them continue to be, you know, underrated. They were, you know, ten point underdog in this first game, and I thought that was just, you know, I, I shouldn't quite say easy money, but I mean, I, I liked it a lot, and certainly yeah. wagered on myself, and the, uh, and the Twitter Terminator, you know, doubted me and and lost. Um, <laughs> I, I think that will happen a lot this season. I think people just, you know, and I, understandably, they look Browns and they think suckage. Again, they're not going to wow you, but they're. They're much improved from last year, and I think once Kaiser, you know, really gets his feet under him, 
uh, he, he's he's fun to watch. Yeah, uh, I know that you. Most people are probably not going to typically think to watch the Browns, but if you got you know Sunday ticket or you get to a bar, give give him a watch. He, he's 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 got some skills. They're going to win games. People don't expect them to win. Exactly. I but. did say that game. I, I was impressed by Kaiser being his first start against Pittsburgh. That's a, a lot of a lot of poise for his first start. Absolutely. Absolutely. By the and way, that Cleveland team, man, mm-hmm. that like they fought their asses off. They really did. I mean, they, yeah. I mean, they, they could. They, there were many opportunities for them to just outright fold, and they they kept battling. So I mean that that that's that that's a good sight to see. That's uh, that's much. They've better sucked than for my a team. long time, dude. They have sucked for a <laughs> long time. That's much better. Randy's team. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good to see out of them, though. Yeah, it, 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 it really is. I mean. I, I, I do like them to cover against Baltimore, which means Baltimore's probably going to slaughter them this week. <laughs> what's, what's, that, what's that line? Uh, eight. Oh, Baltimore, yeah. Baltimore, eight. Yeah, no. You, you wants, it's kind of like people mean, since he was six-point favorites tonight against Texans. Since he doesn't deserve to be six-point favorites against anybody. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say the biggest difference in that uh, Steelers-Browns game was Antonio Brown. Oh, yeah. Brown was a Brown was yeah. a monster. Eleven targets, eleven yeah. receptions, one hundred eighty-two yards. He Brown was, was a stud. The, the, the game stealer was just absurd. Le'Veon Bell was not a stud. Antonio Brown like, stud. In in that game, Bell, Antonio Brown, you are ridiculous. Yeah, Bell will be fine. He just needs to get his reps under him. But right. Brown is but AB Brown. so ridiculous. <laughs> Brown's the definition of you, know, you 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 can't stop him. You can only hope to contain him. Yeah. I mean, Ben really just threw that up for grabs, and somehow, some way, Antonio Brown caught that. He said, I'm Antonio Brown. He's a beast, man. Here's my ball. On point and damn near unstoppable. That's Antonio Brown. You know what I'm saying? Ben just went Leroy Jenkins and Antonio (laughs) Hell, (laughs) hell yeah. It's one of those nice nice luxuries to have when you've got a guy like that. (laughs) Woo! But yeah, I mean, I I I'd, I'd say you know Cleveland deserves dab of the week in my book for uh, for really stepping up and you know making a game of it against you know a team that's most a lot of people were you know putting as like the you know after week one you know I think a lot of people were putting the Steelers at the top of their list in terms of week one performance or at least te- top team after week one. Well, uh, you know, you figure yeah. Roethlisberger, Brown, Bryant should certainly have some upside, and then Bell. So you got kind of down performances from Bell and Bryant. I mean, AB was fantastic. Um, so you'd, you'd like to think the ceiling for the Steelers is reasonably high. And there's also yep. Whitfield's favorite new Steeler, uh, TJ Watt, with his <laughs> yes, two, two sacks and a pick. You know, because Green Bay should have taken him, but they didn't. Yes. <laughs> Only second time in history a rookie defensive player has gotten two sacks and a pick in a game. Yeah. No, that's a nice pull, man. Hell of a, hell of a debut. Yeah. Out of a Not debut. Yeah. Nice. You think my brother's good? Let's see what I can do. Check this. Yeah. Well, J.J. Watt's pretty beast, although he's injury problems last year. And what was that story about him having, like, his bone poking through the skin or something? Uh, yeah. That, that's, you know, that's just grotesque. He just rubbed some dirt on it. He's all right. Yeah, man. No big deal. Why, Don't worry. He shook it off. <laughs> If if I if I can throw out a, a piece of fantasy advice, please, I'd say after one week, don't 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 buy in on Jesse James. I, I just don't believe no. he, he, he's he's okay, but but I, I you're not going to see that kind of you know performance. Five week filler. Yeah. 
Don't listen to these guys. They just want to pick them up. They do. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no deal. <laughs> oh, my Lord. That's funny. I mean, I know Mark wants to tie it in. He wants Evan Ingram. I ain't giving him to him. Evan Ingram, baby. Oh, uh, by the way, Shannon, I saw this one. And it made me think of you. And somebody said, uh, of course, with the iPhone, said, Hey, Siri, who owns Ohio Stadium? And Siri responded with, It's Baker Mayfield. Even if it's fake, I don't care if it's fake. I just, I laughed my ass off. I thought that was pretty fantastic. He does. Yeah, that was pretty great. <laughs> and uh, one other thing, I thought this was kind of a hoot. This is a very sports brew if kind of thing. Uh, this is the headline. Uh, police stop Aner Mayer driving down road in lawnmower with beer. Way to go. <laughs> Way to go, Mayor John Gardner. Yep. The mayor oh, did he have a fifty fifty? The mayor of Anor was or Aner, Gardner. Yeah, was stopped by Horry County Police last month while riding a lawnmower down the road, apparently with an open can of beer. <laughs> that's amazing. That's pretty good. That's pretty that's pretty fantastic. And he, he did drop the you know who I am reference and the, the officer responded, I know you. <laughs> uh, that's what happens. All right. Well, um I guess uh, anybody have any kind of wrap up thoughts or you know, anything any like rando story, wrap up thoughts or whatever as we get the hell out of here. Uh I would sure I echo what we all echo, which is uh Holy hell, it's beautiful to see football back. Oh, my God, it sure is. I'd say uh, you, you got yourself a, a pretty uh, swanky-looking setup for uh, for nighttime football. Dude, it's going to be beast. That 120-inch screen is going to be freaking fantastic. Woo! Be freaking fantastic. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, Colts-Rams tickets were like 6 bucks, and that was overrated. They were, they were $6. <laughs> you know what, though? If they play like that, people are going to show up. People are gonna people are gonna show up, man. The tickets were less than the beer. I know. What what a great deal. What a great deal. Oh, by the way, Dallas Cowboy fans, look, you're doing it wrong. If you go to a watch party and people eight people got killed at a Cowboys watch party, you're doing it wrong. Stop. That is completely unnecessary, completely ridiculous. Taking it way too. I don't know what happened to that watch party, but come on, man. Ease up. Ease up. Actually, I, they went Bengals owner. What are you gonna say, Mark? I just I was gonna have a, a super rando quick story. With, um, I like rando quick stories. Go for it. You do. Uh, so t- today I did some uh, did some volunteer work at a, a really cool place called a DC Central Kitchen. Yeah. And uh, did it with a, a handful of coworkers and uh, was 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 talking to one I hadn't talked to much before and but he was a Lakers fan and I was like hey we connect on that so we talked Lakers a little bit and he was an older older guy and so he, he's uh, you know been out there plenty and uh, said like even this this past year which I mean we all know how this past year and the past couple of years have been so so super shitty for Lakers and we all recognize that and I recognize it still LA and obviously I knew on my own that they were still you know selling out games and. Yeah, you know, people are still absolutely going, but I had no idea that he was like he said he could he honestly couldn't get tickets because like the the only tickets available that were still nosebleed tickets were like three hundred dollars a pop. 
First single, first, single, first single ticket to a gate for a team that's that bad. I recognize that the Lakers and wow. it's Hollywood and all that nonsense, but come on. By, uh, by the way, Mr. <laughs> Lakers fan, what do you think of uh, Kobe getting the double jersey retirement? I, I'm fully, fully supported. I'm, I'm 100% on board. You know, are I love you, me by Kobe. Are you eight Kobe? Oh, yes. Are you eight Kobe or 24 Kobe? I'm 24 Kobe. All right. Just curious. <laughs> Like how random was that though? Yeah, double double jersey, man. That's pr- that's pretty beast. Well, that's when you know you're 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 beloved. I mean, that's you know, <laughs> um, yeah, he, he deserves every bit of it. I like that this 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 guy I talked to today, and I feel like most Lakers fans when you talk to ask this question. As much as hopefully most of them, myself, love Shaq, mm-hmm. I had to ask him to you know. So you know, Shaq, Kobe, were you were you right with it when they made that decision? He's like, oh, a thousand percent. They, they, they had to. Much as we love Shaq, you know, Kobe is a player on another level. Shaq was, you know, amazing, and and yeah. I love the bastard. But uh, but yeah, Kobe is a. I still I still miss Kobe in the league. It still feels weird not seeing Kobe out there. So yeah, it will uh, for a while. Know. It will for no, it, 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 it'll, it'll oh, take it a bit. Absolutely will. It's, yeah. it's a different league without him, and so I, I fully support the double retirement, uh, double retired jerseys, and, and I'll be excited to watch the uh, watch the events. Well, maybe he'll be in the big three next year. Who knows. <laughs> just for fun, you know. Matter of time, why not? Yeah, he'll get some one-on-one time with uh, you know well, El- when the, Elder Ball when the when the Bron when the Bron comes over to LA, maybe he'll come back. Yeah, maybe you never know. <laughs> never know. Uh, by the way, kudos to Tony Romo uh, in his debut, calling plays, and he was like, uh, he was telling, <laughs> he was with, sitting there with uh, Sims, and he was like, they're going to do this, they're going to do that, a whole bunch of times, man. He was right. He was on point. So uh, I'm looking forward to actually uh, hearing him call a game. Well, excuse me. I said, did I say Phil Sims? I meant Jim Nance. It was Jim Nance, not Phil Sims. We 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 knew who you meant. Yeah, I don't like Phil Sims. (laughs) Not not in that capacity. Nance (laughs) and Romo. I'm curious to hear them call a game. I'm looking forward to that. Um, Also, perhaps one of the most random and bizarre and funny, bad funny. And I know a lot of people got all like, oh, no, don't make fun of this guy. Uh, good for y'all. But quite frankly, look, man, at the highest levels of sports reporting, <laughs> you have a certain expectation for what something's going to sound like. And if you, if you sound like you've been playing a sports brew drinking game or you went out with Shannon <laughs> and, and drank tequila and tried to punch me in the face, this is what you would sound like on the sideline. It's a pleasure to be with you guys here on the field from up close just watching Coach Vance Joseph, from here, you watch him now on the screen. This diversity in his background is helping him a lot tonight. Quarterback at Colorado, defensive back in the NFL, and here he is having the time of his life. This. I mean, it's terrible. It's terrible, right? It's- having the time of his life. <laughs> Come mean, on, man! Look, dude, uh, dude so super awkward. Yeah, I mean, it's the just... threesome in college was the time of his life. <laughs> I mean, it sounded like he was in the middle of the Buffalo Bills parking lot watching people getting their their butt poked. You know what I'm saying? He's like, he's like, why am I here? I need to go. You know what I mean? Oh and, my look. goodness! Could you imagine when they have Bills Mafia with oh all my that God. stuff? Look, I, I know that. Look, English is not that guy's 
primary language. From my understanding, is that you know that that's a second language for him. That's got to be super hard to do. I understand that. He but, does ESPN support. Things. Yeah, but here's my thing. Like, why are you? Why are they putting that guy in that position for it to go that way? You know what I mean? If he's a Spanish, if his, if his, if he's a Spanish language commentator, let him commentate in Spanish, man. You know what I'm saying? I was like the same thing about Rex Ryan, and he actually speaks English. Yeah, come on, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the, 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 you put that guy in a bad spot. Look, we can appreciate it. Remember the dude that was like that random, like really crappy highlight when a guy was like, "Boom goes the dynamite." You know, I mean, there's just some things that, that are they're just bad, and like I don't have a I don't have a, a you know a gripe with this dude, but that was you know dip was it Sergio dip? I mean, that was one of the weirdest and most awkward and awful sideline commentaries I've ever heard in my life. It was terrible, you know, and I think it's okay to be able to laugh at it. That's not necessarily hating on him. That was a bad position. And ESPN, y'all put him in that spot, man. That's on y'all. <laughs> I thought that dude was like fresh out of college. And they were like, hey, man, we saved a couple of bucks. Berman's gone. We're firing everybody. Let's hire this dude out of like, you know, butt scratch university and throw him on the sideline. <laughs> you know what I mean? And there he was. There he was. No, no, no. B butt scratch east BSE University <laughs> BSE butt scratch east University man <laughs> there it is Sergio Dip <laughs> courtesy of BSE you know again I, I'm not hating on the guy the person man but that was atrocious and it is since when is it not okay to laugh anymore man God people are like get so butthurt over so many things be able to take a joke y'all be able to laugh life is hard enough. Life is hard enough, y'all. Be able to take That's a joke. He said, "Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, yeah." Be, be able to be able to Life laugh. Life is a hard little. enough, like a post, like Ted Cruz. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll say my, my my only two uh, two sentences I have to say about the commentators right now is I do not miss Trent Dilfer not being on on ESPN. Me either. But I did did love reading that he was salty about like watching Monday Night Football and not you know being able to be a part of it, and that just made me laugh even more. So eh. nice. I'm a dick. I don't care. That's okay. I don't. I don't. I don't miss him either. <laughs> I don't miss him either, man. Master of the obvious trends. Yeah. And uh, one other thing, I, I know there's been uh, you know a, a lot of stuff going on with the Hurricanes, and again, kudos to JJ Watt uh, for raising all that money. And I, I just want to give a big fat f you to anybody that tied up and left their damn dog or pet anywhere <laughs> where they were going to have to confront that storm and die or be or essentially be left to die, you know left for dead. Um, no. you're an asshole, and I hope they prosecute the ever living shit out of you. You know, I, I just in my uh, you know of all, all all the things I think are just completely unmanageable. I can't I can't like wrap my head around you know leaving my strapping my dog up, tying him up or whatever, and leaving him to die in a storm. Because you're um, a decent human being. Yeah, I mean, a human being. It's it's, it's just mind boggling. So blows. Uh, I hate to say blows me away. That's probably the wrong expression for a, a hurricane reference, right? But. I mean, who who does that? Who leaves their dog, leaves their pet to drown and die? And, you know, if if you're not going to take them, at least give them a fighting chance. So yeah, don't tie them up. Don't tie them up. I I hope they prosecute a bunch of people. Um, you know, I, I try not to be all social justice warriory kind of thing on certain things. But you know, I, we're, we're I think we're I think we can all say we're pet people. 
You know, whether it's dogs, cats, mm-hmm. whatever. You know, Whitfield with his hamsters and gerbils. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. If you. Dick. <laughs> that's why when Whitfield walks, you hear. It's that wheel spinning, man. It's that wheel spinning. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, but all kidding aside, man, we all love animals, man. We all. It's just. It, yeah. I, I can't imagine doing that. Uh, and breaking that animal's heart and leaving them like that. So I hope they prosecute the crap out of the people that did that. Uh, that is despicable, and that is disgusting. Right. Um, when, when a freaking hawk throws uh, flies into a taxi cab and won't leave, mm-hmm. that, that just tells you how, how scared the animals were, too. And a hawk is a badass. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know if y'all saw that video. I, I would imagine you I guys did. saw that Yeah, video. I did. It, it, made, it, it made the that, that was pretty significant on uh, Twitter, I mean, Facebook, social media, whoever had it. That trended all over the place, man. But, like, hawks are pretty badass. And when, they, when they're a little nervous, and they're like, yo, I, I, I ain't leaving this place. Uh-uh. I'm, I'm hanging out with you in your car, dude. <laughs> that tells you, it's serious. like, yeah. animals. It's serious. So yeah, we're all we're all animal lovers, and that's yeah. just it's just my mind numbing. So um, yeah, I just obviously echo all your sentiments. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we love animals. We love we love beavers, um, but we love animals, and yeah, it's just. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Way to throw that one in there, man. Hey, th- he threw it in there, huh? That's what True. she said. <laughs> in the hallway. Um, did you just, did you just say hot dog in the hallway? <laughs> What's a mustache ride? That's not <laughs> <a> mad, baby. <laughs> Story makes me so angry I just needed to laugh. So yeah, no, it's okay. It's okay. I, I totally, I, I understand. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. So makes me man. Yeah, yeah. So that just despicable. But uh, for everybody that uh, rode out the storm, survived the storm, whatever, whatever the case may be, uh, that's gonna that's gonna be a hell of a rebuild, man. And we're not even done. Excuse me, we're not done. Prosecute those animal abusers the same same as you prosecute the assholes that are running the um, that uh, old folks home. Um, Oh, that that was terrible too. The one that was like across the street from a hospital and like eight or nine people died. I mean, it doesn't even make any sense, dude. Fifty feet away. Yeah, Yeah. it doesn't even make any sense, man. Um, It's it's one of those things, dude. Anytime you have like really big, significant events, weather events, whatever, there are people that rise to it, and there are people that run from it. And, um, you know, I, 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 I'm proud, you know, of the people that rise up and, and do the right thing and, and fight through and, and work with people. And you've seen a lot of beautiful stuff, man. You've seen a lot of people that have, have done a lot of things for others uh, and helping. And then he, there's a little ugly side of humanity that, that always rears itself with those things, too. But uh, a salute to the first responders and the people that rise up and help out and save so much. whether they save pets save people save whatever man the ones that do that as opposed to the assholes uh doing the other stuff man anyway uh i don't want to be all like mean and negative so we'll <laughs> we'll might as well get out of here but it, look it was great to catch up with everybody week one of the nfl season in the books um and the Bengals suck through week two good luck guy. if you're a cincinnati fan man hang on it's gonna be it's gonna be a rough year, brother. <laughs> it's gonna be a rough year, In, indeed. Yeah, and uh, we'll revisit this. I'm sure there's some teams we're wrong about, but uh, the Colts not looking good. Uh, no. Cincinnati not looking good, man. No. Uh, Texans quarterback situation. We'll see what Watson has. Maybe that was just a, a rough start for them, but you know, 
It's early on in the season. Again, an uneven week one. Uneven. Uh, but I think the, the really the, the quarter pole of the season, the first month, is going to tell us a lot. So enjoy the ride. Enjoy the fact that football is back. Because you know what? Every year we do this, man. We get so hyped up. <coughs> the 49ers. Yeah. <clears throat> and then the next thing you know, the season's like halfway done. And we're like, oh, my God. And then it's the playoffs. We're like, yay. Oh. And then it's over. So enjoy the ride. Have fun with it. And uh, as always, we have the sports brew. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, <laughs> LiveSportsCaster.com, and, of course, the uh, main feed on Podbean. A couple of other things as well. Uh, keywords are sports and brew. If you enjoy it, have fun with it. Dude, listen, share it. Uh, feel free to run some smack at us if you want. You got at DStatFTW if you want to get some degenerate gambling on. Um, and, of course, at our you know Twitter with us, at VA Sports Brew. Uh, I've been a little slack lately, but uh, once things settle down on the work front, I'll have a little bit more free time to tackle some stuff during the day. But you know, listen, share, laugh, have a good time, and don't be don't be one of those like assholes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't be one of those assholes strapping strapping pets to poles. You you guys are dicks. Um, yeah. From all of us to all of you, stay safe, have a little fun, stay hydrated, <laughs> stay hydrated, friend. And we will catch you on the flip side. Enjoy the football. Enjoy the fun. Uh, college and NFL. From all of us to all of you, peace out. Have a great weekend, y'all. Peace out. See you. Mm. Late night. Late. Late.